The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We have Kevin Lee, Aljamain Sterling, and of course, Travis Barker calls in. What a great show. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. You have so much fun. Not a peep. Keep it between us. It's our secret. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt's on drugs. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not true. Not at all. Matt's just giggling uh, for no reason. I'm He's just happy. happy. I am so. I get happy. I shouldn't say I like this job so much because then they're going to be like, ah, you know, maybe he likes it so much that uh, we, yeah. we just do it for nothing. I do like it, though, Jimmy. I do, too. I have a good time. It's hard for me to hide my emotions. That's true. I think I'm bringing this, this job home with me, though. Like Why? I, because, I don't know. Why? Because when I was having sex the other night, this morning, with my wife, I yelled, when I was coming, Tayo Tires! Ah! <laughs> and she said, oh, it my God. Happened. Durable, off-road endurance. <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't happen. I hope not. Not happened. I hope not. It happens. I always yell out sponsors when I orgasm. <laughs> it's how much I enjoy this program. Yeah. What, do you, what do you yell out? I'll yell out Toyo Tires or I'll... Who else is sponsoring this program uh, right Quicken? now? Quicken? I'll yell Quicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a perfect description of what I'm doing. <laughs> Quicken. Oh, Jimmy. What? I don't know. We have a full show today. Yes. Uh, Aljo Sterling is calling in. We have Kevin Lee calling in. And uh, Travis Barker from Blink-182 is calling in. He's a big, oh. big UFC fan. I don't think I've ever talked to Travis. I Very have. interesting story in life. I mean, he's lucky to be alive. Oh, and, what? Uh, oh yeah, that yeah, plane crash. I'm curious as to how that changed his thinking, if at all. <sighs> right. But a really I, interesting guy and a true UFC fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, if anybody, any of my former students or current students... They, you know, around the academy, I'm always yelling what to put on with the uh, the music. Sure. And they know I always go to Blink 182. I'm a big Blink 182 fan. You know that, Jimmy? Yes. About, you don't know that about me. I did know that. You told me that on the train one time. I Did I really? Yeah. I said, I said, do you know where Blink 182 comes from, the name? And you said, yes, I do. It's how many times they said the word fucking Scarface, 182. That's where it comes from. Is that true? I believe so. First of all, this, I never, this, first of all, this conversation never happened. No, it did. I'm making it up as we go along. Okay. But that you really. You didn't let me finish. But wait, did I. I was going to say, and then you Jimmy, got out of line, and I put you in a fucking rear naked choke, and you tapped. You don't let me finish the but, story. But, Jimmy, is that true about how they came up with it? It is, yeah, unless it's an urban legend. I believe it is true. We have to bring that up to him. Yeah. 
What? No, you don't want to bring that up to him? No, I'm going to say, how many times did they say the F word in Scarface? <laughs> Is that true? I'm looking right Chris now. Chris, look it up on this. Well, I think we should just ask. It's him. actually faster to use carrier pigeon than the shit internet at this building. And it's not the fault of a digital media. I blame no. Chris the producer. No, not Chris's fault. It's not Chris's fault. Yes, Chris is a bearded, two-shirted ass, <laughs> but it's not his fault. He's gone <laughs> According to the band, it is how many times Al Pacino says fuck in the movie. Okay, Scarface. great. Well, that's exciting. Sure. But listen, I'm just such a huge fan. Even back in the day when they did the opening, uh, the music for um, American Pie. American American Pie. Yeah. American Pie. Yes. Oh, man. I'm a big fan. And I talked to Travis because he has a vegan restaurant. I got, oh, I'm, trying, where? I'm trying to control the belch. I, I, I won. I don't, I, where is the vegan restaurant? Is it in LA or New York? My, about to come out of my mouth. Hold on, let me ask him. Oh, no, it's in Beverly Hills, dude. Ooh. And, uh, I'm not that, I'm not that Ooh. fucking good. Fucking so Matt fancy. the Terracera going out <laughs> to Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. I'm a vegan. I'm eating in Beverly Hills. First of Hills. all, I'm the furthest <laughs> thing from a fucking vegan. I, what happened was... We Matt, were, Matt actually eats the fucking house pets. <laughs> <laughs> dude, We I had such great pasta. I don't even know if it was pasta, but it was uh, vegan pasta, vegan meatball hero. It was so good and it was on I don't know what episode it was the LA episode of Dana White looking was for that Travis's fight. place it was Travis's Where place is it? it's in uh, West it's Hollywood in Beverly I think it's in Ooh. Beverly Hills fucking <laughs> 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 asshole but it's I think it's in Beverly Hills but it's so delicious I'm such a fat guy that I'm, I, I am Really, my mouth's lots of water, dude. Some some vegan stuff is fattening because it's a lot of pastas and breads. It, but there used to be what? a place in um, I, I forget where it was. It was like by Irving Plaza. So you saying it was real pasta? Called real food and wine or something or food and wine. The desserts were all like cashew ice cream. It's one of the best desserts I've ever had as a vegan dessert. Did you, hold on, did you say cashew ice cream? Dude, I know. Listen. Yeah, oh, that's good. Oh, it sounds delicious, Jimmy. Dude, when they it sounds fucking delicious. They Jimmy. first said it to me, and I said cashew ice cream. <laughs> No, I don't want it. But I got to be honest, it was a fuck. It was so good. No, I'm sure I'd love it. It was really good. No, a lot of sugar. I'm not even touching the board over here. I'm lot sure I'd love it. A lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. Yeah. What, what the fuck? Do we have fights to talk about? What the fuck? cashew ice cream? I'll fucking throw that on the floor and step on it, Jimmy. I don't want your cashew ice cream. I bet you. Take, I want some chocolate fucking cake from Chris's. And then you do. You take one taste of that cashew ice cream yeah. and you start fucking licking throw it out it. of your shoe out throw of your it. shoe grid. Throw it. <laughs> Like, why did I do that? Oh, man. Uh, anyway. We do actually have fights if we want to maybe do picks even before a, a we A bunch get of upcoming fights. We didn't fights. go over our last picks, but whatever. I mean, I know we can't really... Can we say who won or what we did? Yeah, we, we could go through it quick. I mean, we, we can all... do it at the end of the show. Fuck it. Okay. Let's do the Gaethje Poirier, I got to say, was a fucking... Oh, yeah, I thought you guys talked about that on Monday. I was we on did. a plane. No, we talked. And it was great, but I, yeah, I can hear your take on it. You think? I just want to say that I loved I, I, Justin Gaethje, even though he's lost two straight fights after winning 15, he's so much fun to watch, that care, guy. Man. He doesn't give a 18, fuck. 18, actually, I think. Was it 18? Yeah, Sorry. 18. He yeah. is a fun guy to watch fight, man. I like his attitude. Oh, man. Speaking of good attitude. Because he loses. Yeah. He, sorry, buddy. He loses like a fucking animal. Like, yeah. you keep hitting him, and eventually, like, Alvarez's knee would have knocked out a Clydesdale. <laughs> and yeah. then Poirier just tagged him, but he was doing really well. He, his leg was in shit shape. That was a tremendous fight. I get nervous watching wow. him fight because there's so many times you think he's going down or the guy he's fighting is going down. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought that I was going to call that thing correct because I thought by the fourth round, which is when it ended, the fourth round. Yeah, we both had that. Uh, yeah. I thought that that leg would, I, well, I thought was just, that leg would come into play, which it did. Yeah. I remember when, he, when Dustin was walking out of the cage afterwards. You can't say enough about Dustin Poirier, how tough he is, though. Amazing. That's just some guys that you could just, they, they can just weather that and go through it. They have that toughness. And he's a Toyota tough, tires. 
That's right. Fuck it. I'm not, I would never boo a sponsor. I was about to boo your joke, but it's true, though. Dude, I love Toyota. <laughs> I do, Jimmy. too. They're Dustin Poirier tough. <laughs> yeah. They are. They are. They, they should sponsor him. They come but back with it from adversity. He did, because uh, they're similar fighters. I mean, look at the way they fought. Um, Dustin versus Eddie Alvarez, you know? Uh, they, had a, they had that battle. Who won that fight? I remember it. That, oh, ended, it was, that, that was the controversial end with the... Oh, right, right. When he, yeah, that's yeah. Right, correct, yes. Yeah. And then Dustin said that they wanted to make that matchup since and that Eddie didn't accept it and then that Eddie was a little disrespectful to him. And Dustin's not... Mm. Dustin's a pretty... I'm not... He's not one to shit talk. Yeah, no. he's not really... And he seems like a real honest, nice dude. So man. does Eddie, you though. Know what I mean? Eddie's a great guy. But, I mean, I don't know. There was some There was some talk there. I don't know. Listen, everybody wants that big fight, though. They want that fight versus Khabib. And Dustin, after his fight was really uh, trying to make the case, saying, look, man, I wouldn't ask for it if I didn't feel I deserved it. He's coming off how many... Besides that, that weird... I don't know, what happened with that Eddie Wood again? I forgot hey, that. With the guy, who got, Eddie got DQ'd? Yeah, Eddie got DQ'd. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he is it's coming illegal. off like Was it an illegal wins. knee? Sorry, was that yes, what it was? Yeah, it was an illegal knee. Um, Poirier, other than that, Alvarez, uh, you know, which ended up being a no contest. He's got four... So that's three... Unbeaten in three straight. And the Eddie Alvarez fight is over. Who's the so three that he's beaten? He's though? got a uh, decision win over Jim Miller, uh, Anthony Pettis, which was a really nice performance, even though Pettis had the rib injury, and that's how that right. fight ended. But he was he, beating he him. He submitted him, right? Uh, it was a TKO because okay. he hadn't done. Yeah. And then the Gaethje win. Now it's weird, man. I mean, style wise versus a uh, style wise versus a, a Khabib is a problem. I think I don't know. I mean, right. I like Dustin. I'd, I'd watch it for sure. You know. But uh, Kevin Lee, who's fighting this weekend versus the uh, the very talented Edson, Edson Barboza, yeah. is um, he's been calling. He's saying he's been calling for that Khabib fight forever. And style wise, with his wrestling and his and he's got the striking is is uh, is an interesting fight. You know what I mean? For sure. I, mean, I think yeah. it's a tougher fight from for Khabib than a guy who's traditionally just doing stand up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now Kevin Lee, I was gonna I asked Chris before if you saw the prep sheet. He was said some unkind things about Al Iaquinta. Oh who, yeah, who's your boy? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I listen. You know what's hysterical? I don't know if it's gonna play well, but it's uh. Well, Al was on uh. You know Ariel's show, and <laughs> Kevin, Kevin was on it. Kevin Lee was on it, and Al called in or like or texted Ariel during it, and it was something where um. And he taped it. It's on his his Instagram, and it's basically during the fight. Kevin Lee kept saying, "Yo, he's in the bag. He's in the bag." I and then, fuck it. I wish you could play. Want to just play that thing? Yeah, we can't. I mean, you we, can't play it. No, we can't. All right, well, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to do it justice. People but can Al, find it. It's okay. We'll go to Al's Instagram and Al's base. So then, so fucking Al. So Al, fuck you know, Ariel give me a. You know, he's like a nice little troublemaker. He goes, oh, I got a text from from Ally Aquinta asking, what does in the bag mean? And then you know what he got, and, and Kevin Lee's on Skype and he's just looking, and he's like, and he pauses for a second. He goes, could you just. Ask me questions, Ariel. That uh, he fucking had no answer for the fucking what's in the. So I don't know. It was fucking. Does he mean I'm, drunk in the bag? Yeah, I think that's probably what he. No, was no, saying. in the bag. Was he saying in the bag? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. No. He's in the bag. No, 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 no. I might be fucking it up. Right, you should on, really on, get on. this thing straight. Okay. Because I don't want to misquote the guy. I know. That's why I wanted to play it. I know, Chris, the producer. Can't he can't play. Can't no, but what the oh, fuck did he say? Gagging. No, he said about his own game that he was. It's not somebody. No, it's if not. If you say he's in the bag, maybe, I'm not saying. I, mean, I don't want to misquote. But him. if it's that, it could be. I got this in the bag. It's easy. No, what the fuck was he saying? That I was wondering what it meant too. That Al fucking texted. But it was listen. All I know is fucking Al videotaped it and like like, like he taped it and then he put it on his Instagram. 
of kind of stumping him with the with the question and then just being like, boo. Al's got a funny personality. Al has not come on the show in a while. Does he dislike me? No, Al's a great I gotta get Al in. Does he not like me? I'm gonna have I accept if he doesn't. Al's funny. I think he likes you. I hope so. I think it's somebody else. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, he likes Christopher Doomsday. He's not against them. Oh, it's me. He just doesn't <laughs> answer his call. Did he answer your call? Did you try to reach out to Al? He didn't, but in fairness, it was the day after the fight. I mean, he's got, you know, that's fine. I texted him. That's funny. That's kind of rude, though. So, nah, it's all right. <laughs> it's not rude. I'm just saying, nah, I like Al. Al's my fucking guy. Al makes me laugh. Al, if you look at Al's Instagram, people out there, what is it? What's Al's Instagram? Is it just Al like Quinta? I, I, I'm following him, of course. I want to uh, shout out Raging Al's Instagram. Yeah, it's just uh, Al Iaquinta. Okay. And uh, you'll know what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. Yeah, without listening to it, I can't tell you what Well, listen, they exactly, fought but... before. I remember yeah. that fight. And, uh, you know, Al won. And since then, Kevin Kevin's done very well for himself. He sure has. So, I listen, that, I like, you know, and I like, Al's my guy. But I do like Kevin Lee. I've, I've said that before. I've spoken well about him on here. Yes, you have. You know, obviously, I'll be back in my guy when we when they if they ever battle again. But uh, it's good. What was he saying? Some shit about Al? What was he saying? Well, yeah. I can tell you in a minute. So I fe- so I went to the post on Al's uh, thing, and he said Kevin Lee has been in his bag. In I his, think right. I, I think he was saying in his bag. He probably meant in the bag. I, I didn't see. Well, what the clip, fuck? Right? Maybe I'm saying it wrong. That's, no, that's right. Fine. But in yeah, his bag. Yeah. So he asked, what does that mean? Yeah, and then he didn't have an answer. It is no fucking answer. Which is <laughs> oh, funny. Kevin didn't know what it meant. Right. Well, but Kevin been using, but that's what he was kept saying, that he's in his bag. You know, I don't, know his, I don't know what the fuck it means either, but I think it's hysterical that Al brought it up. But uh, listen, let them two go at it. And he was just, what, talking shit about Al? What was he saying? Yeah, he was saying, I mean, I have the you quote. Always ask him. I have the quote on there. We can ask him. I mean, he yeah, was sure. saying essentially like Al, you know, didn't come to win. Obviously, he, he got whooped by Khabib. And, yeah. you know, he's just like, came he's, for a he's, a re- he's a real estate agent, which is kind of funny. Well, that listen, he's saying that, not but. for nothing. If you think he came for a paycheck, couldn't he just cover up for a few seconds and then they'll end that thing and they'll get paid. Right. He didn't fuck. There was no, you can't say the guy came for a paycheck. Well, he could have fought Paul Felder if he wanted to get a paycheck. <laughs> it's like he could have just fought. Yeah, him. he could have no, just no, said no. Even if, right. no but the, well, right. No, but the point is, even, even if he got a, if he got a better deal to fight Khabib, any one of those times when Khabib had him down, all he had to do was just cover up for three to five seconds to stop it. But he never stopped. So no. you, I mean, so the, so, it's very inaccurate to say that he's. Uh, we'll talk about it with Kevin. Yeah, he you clearly know? wanted to it's, win that fight, and and he he really did take Khabib five rounds, and Khabib could not put him away. Now listen, we everybody that that's just it's not you know doesn't make any. Well, sense. for the record, let me say so. There's another quote on there where he goes, "Me and I Quinto have had our little back and forth. I don't really like him personally too much, but the man he could fight. You know, and, well, yeah. and uh, you, listen, know, so you have to say that, but I will beat you. Yeah. yeah. Listen, he's well, right. gonna. Listen, everybody's trying. I wouldn't take it to heart, I mean, no. honestly, which I don't, because I think Kevin's good at selling himself. I think Kevin sure. knows how to talk. He wants that fight. What could be? So if he's saying what Al did, you know, he's going to say, look, Al did this. I could do better. Sure. And that's what he should be saying if he really wants that fight. Of course, he's going to give Al the props, but he's not going to get overly give him props because he feels that he wants that fight. And what's the best way to do it? Okay, Al did... He did this and that, all right, but he didn't really want, I want it, and I'll end it. That's what the guy should be saying, so. I would say that my karate is better than yours. Hmm. Your teacher is no good. That's what I would do, like the old karate movies when they insult each other's master. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a big insult back in the fucking 16 of the Ming Dynasty. 
You insulted someone's karate teacher. That was the shit. I right. couldn't watch any of the shit when they were just flying up in the air too much. Why? Honestly. That's what fighting is. UFC is just fucking playground stuff compared to flying in the air. Yeah, why picking. don't they use magic in the UFC? I don't understand. I don't, yeah, how come there's no karate? Like, yeah, they, you got to learn well, to cheat. Can't a keto guy go in there and just throw a guy around, not even get touched? I don't understand. I why. know why. Why? That shit don't work. That's, Did the keto not work? Why. Nah, it's just fucking silly. Why? I don't know. I mean, I, why? I could push you Why doesn't a guy go in there and just say, mm -hmm. all right? Attack me. I'll make you do some fucking forward rolls before I fucking smack you. It's How is Steven like, Seagal doing there? Come on, honestly. Dude, with what? Come on, he's a keto. He's I a master. Versus who? Whoever he's fighting and throw people know. around. I, I think he wouldn't do too well. Why? He'd toss you around like ragdolls. I think he could. I think it would be bad for him. No, to I wouldn't. Be honest, you, know? you ever see Hard to Kill? I rest my case. He was hard to kill. <laughs> what about Floyd? You know? What about Floyd? I used to like those movies back in the day. I really did. I liked Under Siege. And then once he started... He became like a hippie in that fucking other one. Which one was it? Uh, the one with the wilderness? Oh, it was so bad. That's what I'm like, all right. I'm starting. He got fat and everything. Like, he did right. put a few on. You know? What did he do in the wilderness? Did he like fight animals? No, nah, I remember he was like he fucking putting. I think he was playing the smack fight. He was, he was playing the game where you smack the hands with this other big dude that's in a lot of movies. And he's fucking the guy that was in My Bodyguard with fucking Kevin. Uh, Adam Baldwin. The big guy? No, not Adam. Fucking that's his name, Adam Baldwin. No, it's not. In My Bodyguard? I'll kiss you on the nose. Who the fuck is, don't fucking I'll kiss you, you on the nose. No, first of all, you're not going to. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know how to make proper well, framework you, so you yeah. can't make it close to me. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, Matt Dillon, Chris Makepeace, Martin Maul, Ruth Gordon, and I Adam Baldwin. The, Adam Baldwin? Yeah, please the look big look guy with what, the curly hair. He was the bodyguard to Whitney. And then, this is, I'm talking about my, I'm not my bodyguard. Okay. Yo, I'm thinking the about bodyguard. the bodyguard with Kevin Costner. I think you mean. The big dude. Hold on. You don't, don't know tell him. me. Yeah, you I do. Know him. He was in Goodfellas. He what? Wait. His name is he Mike. He's at the airport. I know who he is. I know him. Right? Don't yell. Don't tell him. Um, yeah. Don't say his name. So that's I, I did a, I did an episode of sitcom with him. You don't got to guess his name. Nobody's going to know his name anyway. I'm not being a dick. It's I, Mike. Uh, yeah, Mike who? I, I don't even know what movie It might as well be Mike Smith because nobody's going to care, Jimmy. I love you, Jimmy. No, I like this guy. What? Oh, I'm sorry. You want to give him the proper Put respect. the bodyguard. Just say his first name. Is his first name Mike? Oh, hold on. Let me get it up. I didn't know what you were talking about. I was looking up the Steven Seagal. Is the Steven Seagal movie you're talking about on Deadly Ground? So bad. It, can I read you the, just the one-line description? It sure. says, yes. Mystical martial artist slash environmental agent what takes on a ruthless oil corporation. There you go. That's it's what excellent. I say about it being half a hippie. What's wrong with that? It, it's nothing wrong with having that, that love in your heart. Just don't put it on screen. <laughs> fucking sucks. It, go it back got, to fighting a bunch of fucking Rastafarians. It got a 4.4 4 out of 10. <laughs> it was so bad. I loved Marked for Death. I love it. I loved uh, even the one as bad as uh, the Brooklyn one, Alpha Justice. Yeah. Anybody see Bobby Bobby Luco? Mm -hmm. Bobby Lupo. All right, now in the bodyguard. Who did do anybody want? see Bobby Lupo? He was the other one. Is it Bobby Lupo? Who is it? Who is he looking for? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't know the character's name? Or Wait, what are you? Are we all over the place? What's this guy, Mike? What's the beginning of his last name? <laughs> what, the, the character's name is Mike, you're saying? No, his real name is Mike. Oh, I don't know. Wait, well, who's the body? Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston, and who else? Oh, Mike Starr played Tony. Mike Starr. How did yeah. I forget Mike Starr? Yeah. He was in Goodfellas. He's like, the, the commandant, you're looking at him. I'm security. Yeah. He oh, a, he's in Dumb and Dumber. He, oh, had he was in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. He had great. a scene in uh, with Nicholson. Was he in A Few Good Men? Or 
He was in some movie. With he was like, great. He's been that in guy. Everything. Mike Starr. Yeah, he was in a play I saw. I like that guy. I love Mike Starr. Yeah, he's been in a thousand. Now, I can't let, now, I let's, now let's see if we can rack our brains and remember why the fuck we brought up Mike Starr. <laughs> we were talking about. You can do it. Uh, You're the best at bringing me Steven back. Steven Seagal. Bring we were it talking back. about Steven Seagal, and then Kevin, you said that and on the Deli Ground. That's, oh, that's the guy he was playing the the, the smack in the hands fight with. Okay, yeah. Mike and then Starr. afterwards, he was like, you know, oh, I love you. I don't know. Mike Starr has no shot at beating up Steven Seagal. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. How do you know about that? How do you know? Why would you say that? Because Steven Seagal is at least a trained fighter. He might not be a cage fighter, you but know, he's... Mike Starr is a big guy. How do You're you know right. That guy hasn't been in a fucking... How do you know that That's guy a, I start as a bouncer, Jimmy? That's a good point. You're making an assumption, Jimmy. Okay. UFC fighters are tough. You know what else is tough, huh, Matt? I have an idea. What? Oh, I, I screwed up my, no, my cue. It's Toyo Tires. Matt, oh, I didn't say it the way I normally say it. How you normally say it? Toyo Tires. Matt the Terror Sarah shocked the world at UFC 69 when he knocked out George St. Pierre. Thank you. And he just refused to go down. It's true. He was impressively durable, just like Toyo Tires. Yes, I lived it. <laughs> That's why Toyo has been a proud sponsor of the UFC. And just like UFC fighters like Matt... Toyo tires are built for battle. It's an all-or-nothing philosophy. Durability, aggressive design, on- and off-road capabilities, yes to all of them. And Matt has those qualities as well. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Matt likes to roll in the morning. Matt also likes to have sex in the morning, as do Toyo tires. Dave, oh, don't, don't, don't go on record for that. They do. Toyo tires! Living life on the highway, Toyo has you covered. Spending some serious time off-road, they have a tire for that, too. No matter what you drive, Toyo has what you need. And frankly, these tires look cool. I need cool tires because I'm not a cool guy. So if I drive a car, the tires have to be cool. And then the women will walk up and go, Oh, my God, your tires are so cool. Oh, no, you look like a slug. All right, I like the car. I'll go for a lift. <laughs> agree, be- agree to disagree, though. About I think you're cool. Thank you very much. But okay. you're not a woman I'm trying to hook up with. Sorry, Jimmy. That's why it's safe for you. It's true. You know, women women who think I'm I'm cute or cool looking may have to commit to going out with me. And that just gives them the creeps, or as they say, the willies. <laughs> Any vehicle, every terrain, all or nothing, Toyo tires. The next time you need tires, ask for Toyo. To experience more, visit Toyotires.com backslash UFC. What up everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's pull-up podcast. Very special mini post-game seven episode of pull-up, an epic game seven in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, 
take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. I'm going to call Al Jermaine Sterling. Who's that now? Yes! I love Al Joe. Al Joe just left the AC last night after the last night of technical training. He's doing a little cut and weight by rolling in the uh, in, in, at my uh, Sarah BJJ last night in Levittown. I put him on a lot of technical guys. Dude, he's looking. Al Joe's the, Does Al Joe look you good? You know Al Joe's the underdog? Why? Because it's Brett John's kid is a uh, is undefeated. He's undefeated, isn't he? Fifteen and 3 and zero in the UFC. But dude, he's never fought anybody like Aljo. I'm biased because Aljo's my guy. But Aljo's looking fucking sharp, dude. Dude, Al- Al- Aljo fought Augusto Mendez on the floor, and that that dude is uh, Taquino, and that dude is as as dangerous as they come on the right. floor. And Aljo is a great way of shutting games down. He's good in he's good in scrambles. I should save this because this is yes, you should. Up, you know, but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm excited for this fight. I'm super excited. When we are you going? Got, we also got Marab fighting on that card too. Oh, you do. Yeah. Hey, Aljo, what's up, buddy? What are you doing, Chris? Imagine we can't even get my own guy. Chris on is here. checking his voicemail. What are you doing? It's, it's, going, it's going to voicemail. We'll call him in a second. All right. You well, can we could always switch. If you want. Uh, yeah, Marab is on the, uh, the Fight oh, Pass prelims. Oh, fuck. So. See, I shouldn't look at any of these things until... Yeah. You know, so I'm looking about... Ryan LaFlair's uh, on this card. I yep. love Ryan LaFlair. And Ryan is fighting. Can you put that up? Why don't Alex we... Garcia. Yeah, you got it over here. Yeah, that Edson... Patrick Cummins on the fight against Corey Honestly, Anderson. Cr- That's a good cr- fucking fight. Absolutely, yeah. Say again? Corey Anderson, oh, Patrick yeah. Cummins is the uh, first fight on the FS1 prelims. Yeah, I think that was, if I remember right, I think that was supposed to be at the Garden. Patrick Cummins had a staff infection, and then OSP stepped in and fought uh, Corey Anderson. Um, how do you say, hold on, don't tell me, uh, Sierra uh, Badrazuda? Bahada Rosada. Bahada Rosada, okay. Yeah. Against Luan Chagas? Uh, Chagas, yeah. Chagas. Luan Chagas. Alkas uh, Sasaki against uh, Magomed uh, Bibulatov? Yeah, Alkas Sasaki. Doesn't he train with you, Matt? You said Alkas Sasaki came in? Yes, he yeah. does train with He's us. He's an exciting been fighter. a lot of time with him. Yeah. Oh, and there's one of them named after one of your characters. It's Leslie Smith against Aspen Ladd. Oh. Named by, after by the way, Ladd. Do you see, did you show him what we got? He did. Okay. I did. I showed him the Kimura Bucko <laughs> sippy cup. Jesus, yeah. like I did. He I did. was very happy. Kimura Bucko. Did you like it? I loved That's, it. No, that guy texted me. Our pants optional. Oh, nice good, guy. good, good. Well, didn't text me. He messaged me. Yeah. He's like, I hey, hope you liked it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use it though. He might have put our pants optional. He might have had the nod that nozzle in his fucking <laughs> bum hole. All right. Well, just wash it first. We'll give it a quick. Rinse. Just wash it first. Throw some whisk on it. Could have been any. <laughs> A little whisk on. Rub it. a little Purell. Purell. Absolutely. It. Put in the dishwasher. People have been hitting me with the flat earther. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fuck up sometimes, Jimmy. Yeah, that's a big one. Earth. I got Earth. Where are we from? Planet Earth. Earth. I know, Jimmy. Here he is. Aljo, what's up, buddy? Dude, come on, man. Aljo, I just left you last night. <laughs> Maybe he's taking a dump. Oh, this is going to be a great card, though. This is, a, this is, this is I mean, this is a great card. 
Who's Miller? Who's Miller fighting? I can't read it from. I'll here. tell you. Let, let, let me look. Uh, Dan the Hangman Hooker, which is a very fun fight. Yeah. Oh. No. We'll get him in a few minutes. With Kevin Lee, is what time? How how long till Kevin Lee? Uh, we have in a, in a half hour, so we have time to. Do you want to try him first to see? And maybe we get right. him early. What the fuck? Hey man, I wouldn't mind talking to Kevin Lee right now. What the fuck? Let's try to get him early. What the fuck? If not, we could talk about these fights, man. We got stuff to talk about. Uh, and we have to do our picks with these fights. Yeah, this is a six-fight main card, too. So this is like separates the men what? from the boys with these picks. Man. And I have to go. I got my kids. I'm, I'm not going down to like Friday night. Usually I go down like Thursday night. Why are you not going on well, Friday? Well, you know what it is? My daughters are competing in, in, some, uh, in a dance competition. And they're like going for like a title and for this and that. It's like a, it's a very, it's not, you know, it's so important to them. So I'm, And then, you know, my, it's like my, my middle one's birthday on how old Saturday. is she going to be? She's going to be seven. Hey, what's up, Aldra? You know? No, that was, I was trying Kevin but, Lee. Uh, Why don't we do the picks quick, and then we'll try, we'll try to get out. Dude, yeah. I'm, listen, I'm, we're hanging. We're having a good time. Do you keep these phone numbers, by the way, Chris? I know you put them in your phone. I do, yeah. I save them, yeah. Okay, well, do you ever reach out and contact these guys? What do you mean? Like, just randomly? No. Yeah. No. Like, do I just email or whatever, like, text Kevin Lee? No. No, 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 no. But I mean to do the, uh, to do the actual show. So occasionally. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy! Jimmy busted his balls. No, I'm not even fucking Do you with ever it. do a follow-up? Do, you, do no. they know? Are they expecting a phone call today? Yeah, Jimmy! <laughs> Get him, Jimmy! No, 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 I'm saying if you ever, like, say we want someone on the phone, do you ever reach out and go, hey, it's Chris, we'd love to have you come on tomorrow? I've done it a few times, yeah, but for the oh, most okay. part, the UFC is, Has you it know, ever worked? It. Yeah, it's worked. Sure. Well, I mean, we set up Uriah Hall a couple of times. You know, it's like guys that we were like Uriah more familiar. Hall, I can get. Don't take my don't take my don't take credit for us getting the guest, Chris. All right, just, really just come on. Let's start this fucking, fucking thing. Let's party. Thunder Stealer. <laughs> all right, let's go. You want? Oh, all right, yeah. Uh, uh, first, yeah. I haven't first. seen Dan Hooker in a while. Dan Hooker versus Jim Miller. Yeah, that's the first fight on the main card. Uh, oh, you want, you want to start with the prelims? Fuck, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm saying that's the main card. Oh, we can that's go back the, to the prelims after, though. Yeah. You know, okay. Wait, um, I'm sorry. Who's Ryan Lafleur fighting again? There's so many damn fights, people. Uh, Ryan Lafleur, Lafleur is fighting Alex Garcia, but that's the that's the main event of the prelims. Yep. Let's start with that one. Okay. Just because Ryan, Lafleur, I'm going to pick Ryan Lafleur only because I'm a little biased because I know Ryan, strong island guy. Yes, he is. He only has that one. Uh, he has two losses. Yep. One to Damian Maya, which he was even coming back in that fifth round, which is something to say. Before and that's before guys were before you know people were able to even hang that long with the dude right. down there you know got out of everything down there and was dangerous throughout even though he got, he didn't win that one and then obviously he got caught by uh, Cowboy that time right it was Cowboy that that caught him uh, Cowboy Oliveira yes, yeah. Oliveira sorry yeah yeah it is Cowboy Oliveira um, and he's fighting put the can you put them up there please sure. Uh, he's fighting Alex Garcia. What's going on? So, well, I'm trying to make sure we get everybody on the to, phone. I'm just right? trying to do my best here. I know you're uh, doing the best you can. <laughs> and, now, uh, tell me about the last time. Chris, you're not Alex. being a help; you're being a hindrance. My father used to say that to me. <laughs> Did he uh, say that? You, you be a help, not a hindrance. Dude, I don't want to meet your father. Now. I was always a hindrance. I'm only kidding. Listen, not everybody's gonna have a good saying. Why would you be such a hindrance, Jimmy? I was just a little pain in the in the, in the <laughs> no. fanny. Now listen, when's the last time we saw Alex Garcia? Can you talk? Tell me about uh, yeah, his record in the UFC. Sure. The last time we saw him was November twenty fifth of twenty seventeen. Okay. Uh, he has eight. He's five and three in the UFC, and he won his last fight over Muslim Salikov, a rear naked choke submission victory. And before that, 
it was a loss, a, a unanimous decision loss to Tim Means before that. Tim Means is a, is a tough, scrappy dude. Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, Rangy. And, and yeah, how many losses does he have in the UFC? He has three. three. He has four he losses lose? overall. He's Who lost did... to Neil Magny, a unanimous decision, mm. and he got knocked out by Sean Strickland. Mm. And, and he's, but he's, you'd say more grappling based. No? How is he with the strikes? How's he doing with that? Yeah, I mean, he has knockout. I mean, he has, uh, he knockouts. let's see, he's one, he's, yeah, he's got six knockouts, right, six submissions. So, I mean, he's a dangerous What's LaFlair's guy. What's LaFlair's overall record? 11 and 3? Uh, 13 and 2, LaFlair. Uh, like Matt said, lost to Damian Maya, and then he lost his last fight to Cowboy Oliveira. He got knocked what, out. what was the Maya fight? How did he lose? That was a unanimous decision. Oh, it was a decision. Yeah. So he went the distance with Maya on the floor. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Ryan LaFlair. I know what I'm going to say. And uh, I know what I'm I'll go say. with a third-round submission. All right. Ooh. I was going to go second round. I'm going to go with a third-round submission. Okay. Second round, TKO. Stoppage by strikes. Um, Ryan Ryan Lafleur. Did you think I was going to say something else? Okay. Um, uh, I'll take Lafleur by decision. Okay. All right. I think he's got something to show after that last fight that uh, was burning in his gut. Burning in his gut, Jimmy. Now, what has Jim Miller and Dan Hooker done in the last couple of fights? Has Miller oh, lost a couple of fights? Uh, yes. Uh, Miller's last fight, I believe, was against Poirier, but I'm going to double check that. Um, gotta click on yeah, Miller's lost three in a row. Not, I know. Hold you're, on. you're not putting them on the he screen. He won't put it. He, he doesn't, doesn't like them it. on the Because he gets distracted I by wanna their watch, I want to look at look at them. Okay. Oh, no, I'm lying. You know what? So he's lost three straight, Jim Miller. Poirier, majority decision. Anthony Lo- Pettis. Lozon, no. Uh, no, Dustin Poirier. And, uh, Anthony Pettis, unanimous decision loss. And then Francisco Trinaldo in his last fight was a unanimous decision loss. All right. Now tell me about Dan Hooker's last fight. Uh, Dan Hooker just fought pretty recently, I think, in New Zealand. Uh, no, no, it was in Las Vegas. Yeah, okay. So he has a knockout over Ross Pearson in New Zealand. Okay. And then he has a submission win, a guillotine choke over Mark DeCasey in Vegas. It was his last fight. Uh, oh, Mark DeCasey's the, he's yeah. a, a pretty a wild kid. Yes. Anyway, how did he get him again? Uh, guillotine. Did he get him back? Guillotine. He did, yeah. Dan Hooker did. Yes. All right. What's now, Hooker's look. record? Uh, 15 and 7. Oh. And he's got three losses in the UFC. Who did he lose to in the UFC? Uh, the Max- audience wants that. I know. Maximo Blanco, who we brought up the other day. Yair Rodriguez and Jason Knight. So, so do, tough do, guys. Do I see Jim Miller losing four in a row? No, I don't. Ooh. I don't. I, like uh, I do not. I say uh, Miller by decision. Okay. I like where your head's at, Jimmy. And I really do, but I'm thinking Jim Miller has to—he has to show the world that he's still the Jim Miller, that's the true. pride of New Jersey that everybody knows and loves. He's got to show—he is—he's motivated. Yes, he is beyond motivated because these losses are fueling him. They're not—they're not hurting him. They're not hurting his pride. Yes, they are, Jimmy. I take that back. They're hurting. Where's <laughs> they? Jimmy's like, just do your fucking back. Listen, Jimmy. I'm picking Jimmy Miller. Okay. Yes, I know the dude. You know, he's an old school guy. I'm an old school. I'm an older school guy. But I feel that this tough, gritty dude from New Jersey is going to, he's going to come through and he's going to get a rear naked choke, Jimmy, in the third round. It's going to be dramatic. Okay. Third round, submission, Jimmy Miller. Very good. I got it written down. I'm actually, 
I'm going to take Dan Hooker by decision. Okay. I think it's going to be a tough fight. Miller's, you know, you're not going to finish him, but I think it's going to be a decision. You're not going to finish him. Jim Miller, that begs to differ. I'm sorry, Chris, the producer. I, why am I got to be so... I'm not trying to make an argument with anybody. I don't know. I just like to make this show a little spicy. <laughs> Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. What would we do if this was over tomorrow? Would you be It'd upset? Be, I would be. I enjoy this very much. All right, me too, Jimmy. Hey, buddy, finally. Thanks. Sorry about that. Wait, Aljo. We don't try have Cal- Aljo. Give me, my, give me my phone. Give me my phone. Try, I'm calling him. Try Kevin. That's actually disrespectful. I'll start charging him for a fucking membership. And I love Aljo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta you be do. kidding me. You gotta uh, be kidding me. Let me call him on air. While we're doing this on air. Okay. No worries. Can I call you at 3 p.m.? No, who is this? Oh, this is Chris Chris Gethard show I'm gonna do, everybody. Oh, yeah, oh, you nice. like that? It's breaking news on UFC Unfiltered. All right, let me call my good friend Aljo Sterling, and I'm gonna call him on my personal phone, and let's see if he puts me to voicemail. I, if he does. We well, might guys, not be by the he phone. He might be, might be looking for a new. No, no, there's no excuse, Jimmy. Don't go make an excuse. He might phone. be napping. I mean, he's probably. Oh, doing, it's going right to voice. Yeah, he's probably doing other. You know, you know I don't want to. I just don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to. Let me see. Let me see if it's gonna ring now. If it's gonna go. No, it's off. His phone is off. Well, maybe it ran out of batteries. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that. Well, if his phone's off, is he gonna get a text? Probably not. Try right. It. It's going. I should try to text him. This is some bullshit. I don't uh, like this. Um, all right. Well, anyway, the next fight up Go ahead. is Aljamain Sterling versus Brett Johns. Well, after well, now, today, I'm going to yeah, take I Brett Johns. I'm just jumping out of the corner. Yeah. I'm only kidding. It's my guy, Aljo. There you go. Let's go. He's 15-0, and 0, Brett Johns, 3-0 in the UFC. Yeah. Who has he fought in the UFC? That is a good question that Matt normally asks. Well, he got Soto in that uh, in that rolling uh, calf slice. Yeah, that was the last you know, one. Right. That was his last fight, which is really ne- yeah. I mean, he's a really well-rounded guy, Brett Johnson. This is a very interesting fight. He has wins over Alberto Morales, a unanimous decision, and Quan Ho Kwok, a unanimous decision. Yeah. Also. was that the big fight card in? Uh, was that China? No, that was in Belfast, Northern oh, okay. Ireland. But well, I know who I'm going with. Yeah, and. Uh, I'm not going to say how. I'll tell you guys off. Oh, how, right. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I'm going with Aljo, but I'll tell you guys how afterwards. Okay. Okay. And I'm just, let me just tell you, I'm just, uh, I'll, you know, I'm just really impressed with Aljo. And I've been watching him both by sort you know, from his sparring to his, uh, to, of course, his jujitsu. And I see the guys he's rolling with. And I feel really good about this fight. I feel really good about the matchup. And I'm actually shocked. That I, I found out that he is the underdog. Is that true, Chris Medusa? Uh I'd have to look it Whenever up. Whenever a guy I mean, is fifteen and zero, it's kind of hard to pick against him. I guess. I think that's probably part of it too. I like when I ask if that's true. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to look it up. I guess. I don't know. No, what else are we right doing? Now. What are we doing here? I'm doing it. I'm just saying. I didn't know off the top of my head. I'm going to say I, I think it's going to be Aljo by a second round TKO. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I don't. I, after that brutal knockout he just took, I, I don't think he 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 loses again. Throw in the brutal knockout and just breaks, crush my soul. But no, that. But I'm telling you, what goes into my thinking is sometimes guys rebound from a like you said. And some guys, sometimes guys don't. That's very true. We will see what Aljo Sterling, the Funk Master, is made of yeah, in this fight. And I feel it's a test, and I feel he will pass this test with flying colors. I was uh, going to say that, but well, I didn't, Jimmy. Um, I agree. I have Aljo. I have Aljo by decision, and he is the slight underdog in this fight. Yeah. All right, people. Good. Good. Pick against my guy. You know, all I know is we're going to be at Eddie's next week. <laughs> all of us, the whole Cerro Longo crew, chowing down because we deserve it. You sure do. We deserve it, Jimmy. 
What else we got? David Branch, Thiago Santos. Oh, Ooh, that's a really nice one. Yeah, this that, is a great, really, really good card. Yes, it is. A lot's going to take... Mm. What's, what's, uh, I think that jiu-jitsu could shut each other down. Santos is good on jiu-jitsu also. Yeah, but he's he's just uh, he's a killer on, on his feet. I mean, he knocks out everybody. He uh, yeah, well, Santos is seventeen 17, and five. 21, he's got four straight wins, uh, all knockouts over Jack Marshman, uh, Gerald Mearshart, Jack Hermanson, and Anthony Smith was the most recent one. Well, listen, I am a little biased because he's a buddy of mine. You know, Hensel Gracie black belt. Oh, yeah. uh, David Branch, but I will. I am going with David Branch because I believe in him. And, and a lot, he's a buddy of mine. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I mean, am I a little biased? Yeah. Is Thiago Santos dangerous as F? I like to clean it up sometimes. I appreciate that. Okay. Yes, he is dangerous. Yes. Very dangerous. But I think, you know, David Rand's shown that he has knockout power and he commits. I think it was a technical error. I think he had that fight possibly won against Luke Rockhold. He had him hurt and he clinched him. We'll never know how that would have. Do I have something on my mouth, Jimmy? No, why? I'm listening to you. I saw you wipe your mouth. But that's nothing to do with you. I just felt like my mouth was dry. I thought he had that fight won for a second, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. You can't do that, Jimmy. Right. You know? One time I was at the Lemon Ice Place in Great Adventure. I told you this before. And the girl just had really like this stuff caked in a thing in, her, in the side of her mouth. And ever since then, I have a hard, hard time eating Lemon Ice. Sure. That makes sense. It's not a great story. I didn't say yeah, it was he, a great what story. Do you mean? It's a great screenplay. Go ahead. You tell me. Listen, it like, actually I'm, reminds me of a comedy I wrote years ago called Lemon Ice Follies, <laughs> where a woman goes to Listen. eat lemon ice and it cakes to her mouth, and then he sh- she shits her pants. That's Can all I, I want to tell you. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you. now my story's been a little off. No, I brought up. The, I brought up. Hulk I saw Clemens. a lady with lemon ice on her mouth. What's yes. wrong with that story? Right. And last week we brought up how Hulk was in the background of a fucking video, made nothing. That's nothing phenomenal. To do with anything. It's a great story. And I think there was another one that just went nowhere, Jimmy. Why? You fell down the stairs. That was yeah. Oh, the falling down the stairs one sure. that definitely was one of those really where you really had to be there. Did I tell you though recently? Speaking of good stories, I left my keys on the counter and I'm like I couldn't find them, and I looked on the counter and there they were. No, I, I hate. I'm booing you because you're making fun of me. Is what you're doing. I know exactly what you're doing. What's the next fight? Well, how are oh, you? Wait, what's t- this fight? You got to take. Br- you're picking Branch, but how is Branch going to win that fight? I'm going to say it's. Listen, it's going to. It's you're, you're going to be shocked with this one, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I don't want that hair. You're going to be shocked with this. I'm, one. I'm looking at you. Oh, 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 you waiting for me to talk? I'm letting. I'm literally right. waiting like, with bated breath. Sometimes I like to build up the the, the um. All right, say that suspense. again. You're literally gonna be shocked by this pick. No, I won't be. <laughs> Ruin Who everything. Who cares? No, Jimmy. <laughs> Everybody can. They want to know. All right. I think David Branch first round KO. Whoa! All right. I think he's gonna he's gonna learn. I think Thiago Santos can go. Look, man. I just gotta take away the takedowns. I'm the guy. I'm gonna start kicking him. I'm gonna kick him because Thiago Santos has some nice kicks. I'm gonna hurt him with my fists. And David Branch. It's gonna just—it's gonna be like he's back in that. Just got out of that barber shop shop seat. Seat. David Branch. Stuttered. First round submission. You just want to be different, Jimmy. No, I just think this is But what if he stuns him on his feet and then I he just goes? Miles I don't see Santos knocking five straight people out. I maybe that, that means his balls are up big. They, they, they're huge, and he's got—he's right. fearless. So he overcommits to a punch. He, he gets taken and down. Then he and he gets taken. Then he gets that hit on the be, chin. 
Um, I'm, I disagree with you guys. I'm going with uh, Santos' first round knockout, but I do agree he could overcommit sure. and Branch's uh, jiu-jitsu could play a big factor in this. I guess that's the last time we have <laughs> Branch in here, right? No, I like David sure. Branch a lot. Right, Jimmy? Well, you got to bet with your uh, head. Not you're your right, Jimmy. You're right. Let's, I'm not trying to get Now, heavyweight fight. I'm not th- trying to get you against Christopher. Chase Jesus. Sherman, Justin Wills. Can we see that? Bring those guys up unless yep. you're too busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the vanilla gorilla, Chase Sherman. Uh, can I just say, wait, what? That's his nickname, the vanilla gorilla. And, and big, what, what's... Uh, Justin Wills, a big kid. Uh, big what? He's big pretty. And, oh, and he's, he's 11-4. Can yeah. I say that He's just- an AKA guy. I just want to say this now for this picture that you're using of Justin Justin Willis. Or Willis? Yes, yeah. Just, Willis. Uh, Ch- Justin Willis and Chase Sherman. Yeah, Justin Willis looks like when I take my shirt off, I'm trying to suck in my belly. He looks like he's sucking it in a little bit. Is he a little chubby? A little bit. He could be, I mean, he's a big boy. He's, he's a heavy listen, I'm a little chubby. It's okay. I'm not taking that. Anything. I, listen, DC could be a little chubby, and he's the, one of the, the, the right now. He's the best on the planet. He really yeah. is. Well, that's who he trains with too. All right. Well, they, that's yeah. it. Je- uh, Chase Sherman is a. Uh, what was his last fight? He knocked. He, I think he won his last fight. He lost his last fight. I'm but he had, ass. He, no, no, no. But he had a knockout 50, 50 over Rashad shot, Jimmy. Rashad Coulter, uh, which was a fight of the night. It was a great fight. Then he had an unanimous decision over Damian Grabowski, and then he got knocked out by Shamil Abdurahimov. That was his last, his last fight? fight. Yeah, Jimmy. What's Jeff Jimmy? Saying? Yeah, Shamil. I won't do it. Jimmy. 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 Look at me for a second. Yes, Shamil. Uh, Justin Willis is 2-0 and in the UFC Unanimous decision over James Mulhern And then he has a knockout oh, of Alan no Crowder In his last I'm taking fight. Willis, second round knockout <laughs> You got me good Okay, Matt, what do you think? Can I just recover from Jimmy sure. zinging me? I have Willis, second round knockout as well Okay. Tell me about Willis's last fight It was over it, Alan it was Crowder over, uh, it, was, it was Arnold he beat up, and then Mr. Drummond had to come in. Boo. <laughs> uh, it was a first-round knockout. Miss Garrett was on that show for a little bit before she got on Facts of Life. She really was, until, they, was... until they caught her watching porn, making the rolling pins stinky. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, Mrs. Garrett, that crazy ginger. Uh. All right, what do we... So, um... <laughs> So I'm gonna go. Give me, could you give me the guy's last fight, please? Who? But Justin Willis. Justin I said Willis. he knocked out Alan Crowder in he the first round. And what did he do fight. before that? He had a unanimous decision win over James Mulhern. And those are his two UFC fights. All right. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Justin Willis. Okay. You know, and I'm gonna say uh, I'm say he's flying high after that KO, and he's gonna get another KO. I think he's you know the Vanilla Gorilla is in for it. He better be ready, man. I hope he's ready, Jimmy. Because Justin you know, Willis is coming. Well, he trains with AKA. Who does he train with, Justin? Uh, Chase Chase Sherman. Um, I want to say Jackson Wick. You know, I want to know what you want to say, but I'd rather know the facts. The I facts. Know I know, but then tell me again what you want to say. Yeah, he. I mean, it says yeah, Jackson Wink, and then he he trains with Alan Belcher also. Oh, he so, trains with yeah. dude. Well, you can't go by the teams because the teams are very very they're matched. I'm going with Justin. I think the fact that he's a little chubby and he changed with DC, he's saying, "Hey, man, that guy is not afraid." Did I did I do my pick already? You said second round knockout I for Willis. So. Yeah. What did I say? You I got to pee anything. real quick. I didn't say it. Wait, before you do pee, you Jimmy. Pick, I'm sorry. Can I just? I'm no, you can pee. It's just no, I'm, no, it's wait, for Justin. Go on now, Justin Willis. It's the first round. Oh, first round, Gayo. Let's go, pee pee. 
Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. All right. Frankie Edgar. Cub Swanson. The rematch. Frankie won the first one. I'm going to take Frankie by decision. I think he might fight at a more cautious pace. I don't know what this knockout will do to him. He's never been knocked out before. So we'll see how he rebounds. I certainly don't expect him to be knocked out again. But he, he, he might say, well, he may be aggressive to try to get a quick finish. But I also see him uh, maybe instinctively being slightly more cautious to avoid that happening again. Well, and it also helps that he's fighting a guy that he has fought before, had a dominant win over. So, yeah. So. You know, anybody else or a lot of other people. Matt, comment. So I'm trying to run the show. <laughs> That's it. very good. Thank you. I would say. It's organic. Yeah. I would say. No, I will say. Go on now. That a lot of the guys after this fight, I would say that uh, that Frankie would finish whoever they put in front of him because he wants to make a point. But I think I think Cubs gonna be tough to finish because he's gonna be you know he knows he's coming off a loss and uh, you know he got finished with Ortega, so he's gonna be coming in serious. I'm gonna say Frankie by decision also. You know, I think Frankie's gonna. I don't. Some guys after getting stopped could be a little more cautious. I think Frankie's gonna be more ferocious. Oh, what do you, I, so what do you I, think? What's that? You think Frankie? I think Frankie by decision. I did too. Yeah. Um, this is a really tough one. I went back and forth on it. Cub just got his new contract. They they gave him a contract, and he said uh, they want him to take this Frankie fight. I think this is probably Cub's road to a title shot or getting back in contention. There, obviously, to beat Frankie is a huge win. I'm gonna take Cub by decision. Okay. Oh. Uh, Maybe learn from the last one, and then maybe they they fight a third time. Who knows? Okay, taking cut. Okay. Now wait. Now what are you basing that on? I'm not attacking your decision, but now technically, how do you think he's going to do that? Well, I mean, and I, I'm not saying he. Listen, no, I, I respect I, your decision. I think I just want to know because based on their first fight, Frankie, Frankie took him down at pretty will, handily. Pretty much, yeah. What could now? I'm thinking. What are you thinking? He's going to do different. Well, I do think it's going to be a Frankie coming off a loss is going to be a bit of a factor. So you never know how he's going to. I mean, I assume Frankie's going to bounce back. He'll be fine, but he could be a little more tentative. And I think Cub is probably he's gotten better at keeping fights on the feet. Um, even against Ortega, Ortega didn't take him down. I mean, he jumped on him and got a, a standing gu- guillotine and won anyway. But um, I think Cub's going to be able to keep it on the feet longer and, and maybe out out strike Frankie. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, it's very interesting, and I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. Right, and that can definitely go either way, but I'm taking cover on that one. Now, the main event is, man. I'll, oh, wait, oh you know what? We, we got a call from Kevin Lee. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> Speaking of the main event, uh, Kevin? Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. You're on with uh, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. How are you, man? What's up, Kevin? 
Oh, I'm smooth. I'm smooth. I can't complain. Are you in Atlantic City? Yeah. Yep, I got here last night. What do you do when you're... Are you a gambler? Do you do anything fun in the casino before a fight, or do you just completely stay in your room? No, nah, I, I live in Vegas, so I, I didn't got over that. Uh, if anything, this like the poor man's Vegas. I, we tried last night because <laughs> we got in late to go out and get some waters and stuff, and everything closed. They, they didn't even take... They can't even do it right. So, uh, uh, I think it's West Coast only for me. Where the sun is shining. Yeah, but you can't come from Vegas to AC expecting it to be the same thing. It really is a different. Even as a, I perform in Vegas and AC, and I find that Vegas crowds are just a little bit happier. Uh, Atlantic City people know they have to drive back to Philly at two o'clock in the morning. You know, it's, it's not the most conducive place to having fun. Yeah, that is. is I mean, it's, it's forty degrees here. We right off the beach. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't a, it wasn't the greatest setup. In, in retrospect, but hey, you know, I know, I know, Magic East Coast guy, but I don't know. I'm I'm back to where the sun is shining after this. Nah, I hear you, man. Listen, I love Vegas. I fuck. If you give me a choice of Vegas over AC, I'm taking fucking Vegas. Every Everybody time. is taking. Yeah. Nobody's taking fucking AC. <laughs> Mo Green would take Vegas over AC. We saw how it worked out for him. No, Kev- well, you know, I know yeah. the, US, the UFC ain't been here in a long while, and uh, and and I'm gonna show them like. Uh, the next evolution of combat sports, you know, they kind of still look stuck on boxing around here. It seemed real old school, but I'm going to show them the, the, the next uh, series of, of combat sports. Now, Kevin, when you fight, a lot of times you you like the, you're good. You're good with the gift of the, you got the gift of the gab. You're good with the pre-fight stuff, the talk, there's some drama. Now you're fighting a guy, very, very tough guy in Edson Barboza. But he's the hard guy to have any kind of shit talk with because he's so because yeah. he's kind of just so nice and quiet and is that do you do you prefer one or the other do you prefer getting some pre fight smack or do you just not give a shit Yeah, sometimes sometimes I like talking shit back and forth just because it, it, it's a little fun and it kind of takes care <laughs> out of the fight. It is. Uh, but when we did the we did the the media tour in Atlantic City a couple weeks ago together and. I sat across from him and I'm like, man, I can't say nothing about this dude. I mean, he, he I mean, he's sitting there. He just yeah. got that goofy ass smile on his face, and he's, you know, he's, he's happy to be there, and I'm happy that he's there. Uh, but it ain't gonna take from the fact that uh, on Saturday night we both gonna go out. He's gonna try and take my head off. Uh, Edson's one of the the most explosive guys in this division, so I'm gonna be on my p's and q's and, and uh, go out there and do my job right. Well, you know, I, I mean, people kind of expected Khabib to take him down, and and, and it was a very, very dominant uh, performance. He was much tougher than I expected. I've never seen Edson get beaten up like that, and the fact that he just he went the distance was pretty. Uh, he, he's a very tough guy. So, uh, do you think he's prepared for you to take him down? I think he showed up to that fight already, kind of broken. You can kind of see it in the, in his face and his movement. Uh, I'm expecting a way tougher Edson. I don't think he's ever lost two in a row. And every time that he has lost, at least from the, the film, he always comes back stronger. So I'm expecting, like, a way better version of Edson that showed up that night. But, uh, you know, yeah, he, he do got them tendencies. He's got them holes in his game. I don't really feel like Khabib exposed all the holes in his game. So that, that that's what I'm looking to go out there and, and, and really put on a complete performance. Khabib just kind of walked through like a tank almost. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to show a little bit smarter, smarter approach to it. And I'm going to really pick the man apart. Let me ask you, Kevin, your fight with, with Tony Ferguson, it, the, the way it ended, I know, was unfortunate for you, but, hey, man, you had you had your moments in that fight. I don't know if you ever addressed it. If you did, whatever, I apologize, but the staff infection, did it, did it play a major role? I know you don't want to make excuses. I know you're not that guy, but I am putting you on the spot here. I'm asking you. Did, you feel, it, did it feel affected you at all? Did it zap your endurance or anything? 
Yeah, uh, it was mostly it, it affected that weight cut a little too much. You know, it, it, I, that weight cut was brutal on me. Um, that's one of the things that we, I'm trying to approach on this fight a little more scientific because that, that staff infection, it just made me, I don't know, it, it made my body just hold on to all the water. And, uh, you know, they were in there throwing boiling water on me to, to get the weight off. Uh, and it, that just kept my adrenaline too high for too long. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's just a lot of things. But that's, that's just part of the fight game. Uh, I've had some people ask me, like, oh, do you regret taking it because of it and all this? And it's like, no, that's part of the fight game. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. You don't. But it's only, a lo- it's only a loss if I don't learn nothing from it. And I feel like this is the perfect fight for me to demonstrate uh, that I've grown so much more mentally from it. You know, that even the staff itself, it, it, it stemmed from a lot of, like, stress and, and me not being able to deal with it and uh, just too much going on. So I, I, I've calmed down a lot of, of, of shit in my life and, and – it's going to all come together on Saturday night. And, and also, uh, as far as the fight between, uh, you know, it was a crazy 223 was just nuts the way that unfolded with, you know, Tony dropping out and, and uh, yeah. you know, Holloway not making the way, you know, getting being uh, ineligible to fight and, and, and Paul Felder not being like. So then Ally Quinta uh, fights uh, Khabib. And, and your first UFC yep. fight was a decision loss to Al. And, and watching that fight, I was very impressed with how he was able to get up off the floor, which told me he kind of yep. had a shot of surviving against Khabib, and he did. But you seem to think that he didn't show up to fight. Can you, can you go into a little more detail about that? Were you just kind of saying that, or looking back on it, do you still believe that? Well, I mean, I, look, I gave Al credit. I was, I was a good fighter. Uh, he's always been it, but he just had too much stacked against him in that fight. He was going against a, a he was preparing for a three rounder against a Muay Thai striker. Uh, so it's like, how much wrestling did he really do? Did he really prepare for for a guy that he said a couple of weeks ago that he wouldn't fight could be uh, for anything less than like ten million or whatever he said on Ariel show? So that's already showing he he had a little bit of that that. Mental, uh, you know, he just went in there not to lose against him. Uh, it, it, when I get my hands on him, it's going to be completely different. Um, I felt like Al still showed a lot of holes in his game that I've been seeing for a long time. Uh, you know, Al still did his thing, but if that was just too much to ask for for a guy that was, you know, took the fight on one day's notice. But you even, don't, even if you are a good fighter, do you really think he just showed up to collect the paycheck? Because he did hang in there for five rounds, and, and he, he, he Matt pointed out before we were talking, he could have taken an easier road out if he was just showing up for the paycheck. Yeah, well, my point is, if yeah, he really, yeah, okay. I mean, I'll do it. No, go ahead, Brett. No, I was gonna say, like, as far as showing up to get a paycheck, it would be, and you know the deal with this, Kevin, because you're not this mm-hmm. guy either. It'd be very easy for Al just to stop for three seconds and just cover up when he's flattened out, cover mm-hmm. up when. And then they're stopping that shit, but he never stopped. He was, I think, I believe to the very end, uh, and I had great seats that he was looking very dangerous. You know what I mean? I just yeah, but, no, but, you know. I, I feel you, and and I'm saying the same thing. I'm giving I'm giving Alex credit on this. Uh, he he showed up and he he did the best that he could do. Uh, at no time did he bitch out during the yeah. fight itself. You know, it's just it, it's just it was asking too much from somebody, and you know, it's uh, I, I just can't. I just can't give it as a championship win for for Khabib too much, uh, just because it's, it's it's too much to ask for. But Al still showed up; he still did his thing. I still give Al respect for that. But you know, did he show up and was he fully prepared? No. I mean, did did he have a good game plan? He, you know, you could see uh, he made adjustments during the fight. But I feel like if they would have gave him more time, or if you would have gave a complete fighter more time, then those adjustments would have came out in the first round, and then would have been a completely different fight. 
it would have been more like those third, fourth, and fifth rounds instead. Now you've been calling out. You've been saying I seen. I've been seeing the interviews. You've been calling out Khabib for a while. You've been saying you've been wanting that fight. Uh, things go well. We never look ahead. Or at least I never do. But you know, if things do go well. You're confident things go well with Edson on Saturday night. Um, I'm sure you'll be looking to call him out. Now, what what is it with your style? Because styles do make fights. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very interesting I, because of your wrestling, your striking, your scrambles, your submissions. I think it's a very interesting fight. What What is it that you feel that you that, that you pose such a, a threat? Like, why do you feel your style could be the one to take out Khabib? Listen, I've been calling him out for, for two, three years, like you said, uh, just because I, I, I can just see the way he moves. And, uh, you know, I move around with so many of these Russian, Russian guys, they – they really ain't into that. So I, I want to be the one to take away that oh, uh, so And I don't know. It's just we're we, we going to see during the fight for sure. But I just feel I, I just know it in my heart. Like my style just matches up too well with the guy. I'm too too well-rounded. I feel like that that uh, approach, that single-minded approach, you even hear from his coach talking about, oh, they're not going to strike with Nate Diaz or they're not going to strike with other guys. And it's just like, okay, if you if you try to approach that fight or you try to approach a fight with me like that, then, then I'm going to take advantage of it because, you know, I feel like I can do it all, and I feel like that's what, what MMA truly is. It's not just, you know, going out there and just imposing your game plan. It's being able to to, to be fluid and, and, and adapt to another guy, especially when you're fighting at these high levels. He, he just got one thing, and if he's going to go out there and try that bum-ass, you know, low single against me, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> and obviously uh, your division is, is extremely stacked near the top. What do you think? How do you think the UFC should should result? Like, like let's say you win the fight against Edson. Mm-hmm. Of course, Khabib is the champion. Connor, nobody knows what he's doing, how much trouble he's going to get into for that last year. Tony, I think, is getting surgery, correct? Um, so he's not in the picture. Now you have uh, Eddie Alvarez. Poirier looked incredible uh, against Gaethje. So what do you think happens if you win this fight against Edson? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting spot. It's, uh, it's always good to have options in the game. I think the, the, the kind of the X factor there is Connor, whether they're going to, you know, we're going to have to sit back and see what they're doing, if he's going to come back in November or if he's going to come back in September or whatever it is. Uh, but other than that, I think the fight can make it. After this one, uh, right now I'm only focused on, on uh, Edson Barboza, you know, going out there looking good against him, and then I think it'll all all right it's wrong. I, I text Dana uh, during that whole Brooklyn fiasco, and I said, sorry, I mean, I apologize. If I would have showed up healthy against Tony Ferguson, that week would have looked looked totally different. You know, you would have already had me in Khabib, and then the, the rifleman would have been sitting at top. But I'm gonna correct that all within the next year or so. Uh, you know, I, I think they throw Poirier and Alvarez together. I'll, I'll go out there. I'll take off Khabib, and then uh, and then we'll see where where uh, Connor is sitting. You know, and, and this this weekend, uh, this Saturday's fight really is interesting because you and Edson are both coming off a loss, and you're both so, uh, you know, I, I, people would love to see if you have a very, very decisive win, because Edson just fucking me, they're not going to put him up against Keith again. So if you have a very, very decisive and exciting win, I mean, they absolutely could could jump you and throw you against Khabib. They do do that. I think they did it for Ngannou in, in after that knockout of Overeem. Yeah. So it's very, very possible if you win in quickly and decisively, and, and they could jump you up. And, and throw yeah, I mean, game. I'm not looking too far ahead. You know, of course, sure. uh, of course, each year I always kind of have my year kind of planned out just so I have a vision. But uh, again, Edson is uh, Edson's going to come out like a ball of fire. He's tough. He's never lost two in a row. Uh, he, he's going to he's going to come out like a man possessed. So I, I'm focused 100 percent on that. 
And Edson's, Edson's one of the best fighters in, in this division, hands down. Even if he lost his last fight, uh, he's been the best striker for a long time. And, and he's one of the – I think you have the two best athletes in his division going at it this weekend. So uh, i got to stay on my P's and Q's. Yes, and uh, what did you think, obviously, watching the uh, the Connor fiasco and how that unfolded? I mean, just as a fighter who's been in these situations, uh, what, what did you think as you were watching that or as you were hearing about it? <laughs> like I said, the, the, the shit was pretty – it was laughable. It was laughable to me. Like I, said, I just wish I was on that bus. Man, we would have turned some shit over. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you were in the bus or if you were outside the bus? If I was in the bus, oh, if I was in the bus, I'm, oh, I'm kicking through the windows. I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm from the D. We, we handle those situations a little bit different. Uh, I would have been kicking the windows out, or, or even when that window busts out, I, I'm through it like Batman. And uh, we, we gonna, look, I don't care how many guys you show up with. It's, it, when, it, when it really gets down to the business, it's only going to be one-on-one. Although the bottom line is Khabib has been calling for Connor for a long time. And it's like if you want to fight him, he, the opportunity to fight him has been there all along. Like there's, there's nobody who's been like who's been demanding you and then you're saying uh, no and then they show up to fight you when they know you have another fight. You know, the whole thing just kind of rang like a yeah. little irritating. Yeah, like you said, it's, it's laughable. It's, uh, if he really wanted to fight, it, it could be done. If he really wanted to be touched, especially with that type of money that Connor has, it could have been done. Sure. Uh, I said the, the guy wants to be a gangster, but he he really he he grew up poor, but they grew up like working working class poor. You know, they didn't really grow up in the streets. They don't really understand that that game. If he wants to keep it uh, professional, he just should. I mean, just show up and fight the man and make some money for it. I don't. It's 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 all a joke. So uh, whatever they was doing on they on they little plane ride from from here to, to <laughs> Ireland is on them. I'm look. I'm I'm, I'm focused one hundred percent. I'm. I'm, I'm in this game. Did you grow up? Now, you're saying that they didn't grow up uh, poor. They kind of grew up like working class. Did you grow up uh, in a bad situation? Yeah, I mean, I grew up with a lot of... I could have easily got into that game if, if I wanted to. I got into this to avoid doing that, you know? I got into the fight game to avoid going into the streets, to avoid stuff like that. And, and I mean, that, that's kind of what my whole approach, uh, my entire career has been like. You know, that's why I started that hashtag uh, 25 to life is, so then I ain't gotta do shit like that no more. It's it's it's, it's backwards to me and it's, and it's laughable and it's it's it's, it's kind of it's it's almost like I, I got some pity for the guy. You know, he he don't really understand it. So you know, he 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 think it's all glitz and glamour and people see it in, in rap videos and they and they just they think it's fun and games. But you know, I, I've got real friends that really died and and, and are really in in jail from doing shit like that. So uh, being in the streets and I, I just don't have no no. You know, I ain't got no uh, desire to do that no more. So, it's a dead end. For a, guy that, for a guy like that to do it, is, is, I got pity for him. Well, you're a really – and congratulations on getting the main event. I mean, this is an extremely exciting fight. You and Edson Barboza, uh, again, both coming off a loss. And this fight is very, very important for both of you, and I'm sure you know it, and I'm sure he does too. That's uh, UFC Fight Night this Saturday from Atlantic City, April the 21st at 10 o'clock. And uh, it's on FS1. And uh, good luck, Kevin. You're really a fun guy to watch, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, Kev, I'll be out there. I'll see you, man. My man, my man. All right, Matt, I'll see you around. All right, take care, buddy. Yeah, you on me afterwards. For sure, man. Take care, Kev. See you, buddy. Take care, man. That's the great Kevin Lee. Yeah, he really is I like Kevin. I I know he's got some shit with Alan. Maybe they'll get another paycheck out of it. Yeah. But I always respected him, and I respect his ability. And I like him. I like him. Like, listen... 
he he made the right choice. He showed because I look at that shit too. The shit what Connor does. You know what? A fifteen year old would be like, oh wow, he's that's so that is so gangster. But a real guy, that's a real tough guy. Absolutely. Says, dude, really, man? What are you doing? Dude, get locked in a cage with the guy. You know, Jimmy. I totally agree. Let's grab uh, Travis. Uh, Travis is going to call us any minute. And okay. I was going to say, we got to pick the Zets and Barbosa, Kevin Lee fight. Give my phone. Let me see if the great Your Aljo phone, Sterling. You got it right here. Aljo I actually talked to Josh. He's going to, you know, get a text. Oh, Aljo with... texted me. Oh, let's see. I bet you money has no idea what's going on. I guarantee it. We can see. circle back with Aljo Ready? after uh, Travis. Dude, where you at? Hotel. He doesn't know what the fuck's <laughs> going on. All right. I'm in studio. We're going to talk? I'm in studio. High. I just wrote a high after that. Yeah, <laughs> like, we've been calling like 20 minutes probably, but... Um, Can we yes. call you in 20? I'm sorry, I'm letting everybody know. What's up? The no, no, no. I was going to say, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, well, let's I, pick the let main event think. here. The main event, do I pick uh, Barboza or Lee? You know, I got to go with Kevin Lee because uh, as much as Barboza was so tough against Khabib, the gra- Kevin Lee is so solid on the ground. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take Kevin Lee... I'm going to take him by decision. If Barboza could survive Khabib, I don't see him being submitted by Kevin. You know, I, I just, but I do think that Kevin will keep him on the ground. Okay, fair so enough. So I'm going to say Kevin by decision. It's rough. And I hate to bet against Barboza. I love yeah, Barboza. It's yeah. rough too. I really like Barboza too, and he's trained by a real good buddy of mine. So it's kind of weird, you know what I mean? But what am I going to do? I got three kids. I got to make picks. <laughs> it's part of our job, you know. This is going to be a weird one, and I'm and you're going to say, "How's it going to be weird, Matt?" No, you're not. You're not going to say that no, at all. Not. You, know, you know, you wouldn't say that? No. no. Jimmy. <laughs> you just go along with what I'm oh, saying? Oh, God, what'd you say? I'm, I'm saying that uh, <laughs> I think that Edson is hard to uh, keep down. But I really, this is going to be a weird pick. Because I don't think you're going to be able to guess. You know what I'm Guess what I'm going to pick. I think you're going to say. Uh, don't be, you're going to say something silly. No, you're no, a, com- no. a comedian. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, I think you're going to pick Kevin Lee by majority draw. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. Jimmy. Oh, sorry. That's not what I was going to say oh. at all. Edson is going to be disqualified. No. Chair he misses weight. Chair. No. Chair shot. I... Edson gets lost on the way to the venue. I have a hard time. Kevin by disqualification. Oh, <laughs> listen, this is what's going to happen. Now, Edson didn't, he did not give his back up against... Khabib, you know that mm-hmm. he didn't give his back up. It's a little bit of a mis- I feel that was a little bit of a mistake. Like Al did that, and it is full yes. scrambles, and he didn't do that, and he kind of just got stuck up against the right, right. You know what I mean? He did. Um, I believe he's not going to be wanting to get taken down. I feel Kevin's going to add in the takedowns. I feel he will give the back. Up. Am I parlaying? No, no, I got to piss again. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you. So I, uncomfortable. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys just talk. I'll just go. I, All right, I'm, I'm drinking gonna, coffee. I, I, I apologize. No, no, go ahead, Jimmy. I'm going to talk to Christopher Dusa. Christopher Dusa. I'm listening, sir. No eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you picking? You pick first, because I'm having. A, I'm really. I'm playing the fight out in my head as we talk. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Khabib showed a blueprint to beat Barboza. Everybody's talking about the other way that Al showed the blueprint on Khabib. I think that Lee is going to be able to get the takedown when he wants at some point, and I think he will go for a submission. I'm taking Kevin Lee third-round submission because I think Lee knows a decision is fine. It's a win, but I think he knows a stoppage looks a lot better in terms of the title shot. So I'm taking Lee third-round submission. I know. You know what? I was going to go this. I was going to go a similar route. Yeah, but I feel that Edson is a dude. You know, Khabib didn't finish him. No, you know what I mean. I feel that 
that Kevin Lee's going to win a decision. Okay. That's what I feel. Yeah, no, I mean, that's you know, super tough. I mean, I think both yeah. guys are capable, if they land and, and whatnot, have a really good night of ending this. But I feel that, uh, man, Kevin Lee, is he younger? How much? What's their ages? Yeah, Kevin Lee's only 25, I man, think. Okay, um, man. 25 to life. Right. And Etzen's not. Old, but he's, he's older mature, than Kevin. He's a mature kid. He's man. 32, Barboza. That's not old. I, well, I shocked the world at that age. Absolutely. Don't bring that up again. <laughs> but I think... Yeah, at least 25. ...that uh, I'm going to say Kevin Lee by decision. I know I just said that before. I'm saying yeah. it again. No, I, I think that's that's reasonable. And yeah. look, you know what? The the other possibility exists that Edson's going to spin kick and knock him out. You know, who knows? Yeah. But I think well, likely... Listen, Lee it's fucking it. MMA. Yeah. What is Travis Barker, the great Travis Barker of Blink-182, a band that I <clears throat> fucking love? I'll say love. Yeah. When I'm playing the vibe at home, like I go, Alexa! I go, Alexa! I go, Alexa! I like to yell because I was like, sure you should. That's not- you know what Alexa is? Yeah, I it's do. It's the thing that I talk to when I put music on. Sure. I go, Alexa, play songs by Blink-182. Playing songs by Blink-182. And then I just fucking, I, I play my vibe and have that in the background. And then I go sometimes when I'm in a house and people are sneaking around, I, gotta, I go, Alexa, I go, low to music. Because I got to kind of hide. I don't want them to hear like Blink-182. Like, they hear your, you screaming. If they hear what's your name again and I'm sneaking through the house, God, do I love that vibe. I think I'm going to get Skyrim. For Vive. What's Skyrim? It's a it's a game where you're like, it's a medieval game when you fucking... Chris, why are you giving me a look? I was going to say, it's the end of Matt's, uh, you know, uh, jiu-jitsu career. If he gets Skyrim, he's just going to be doing that. Completely. Yeah. You know I, what? Aljo's calling right now. Say hi, but we got to hang up on him because... What <laughs> a prick you are. Is this the great Aljo Sterling, the funk master? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Up, now listen. Hi, Aljo. Weren't we scheduled to talk to you a while ago? Yes. I have no idea. My schedule is all over the place today. I came in late, so. Uh, Aljo, out of all the yeah. sh- out of all the uh, out of all the shows that you have to fucking blow off, could you not do it to your fucking good friend and fucking buddy, me, <laughs> my show? Can't you fucking answer the phone when we call? I'm trying to fucking. I want to. I want to promote you and fucking Troy Grinds, your brother, Let's the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Aljo, we got Travis Barker calling in like a second because because we because I'm not saying you fucked it up. Who's your agent now? Who's your cousin? What's his name? Anthony? Huh? Anthony. It's Anthony. Oh, my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Anthony. How did Anthony fuck this up? <laughs> I don't know. My my schedule was a little wacky today. It is I got fucking wacky. Added last Listen minute, to me. Aljo, we're gonna have to go in a second. How do you fuck? You feel? Fu- I I know how you feel. Why are you tell me? What are we gonna no, do? I said because if we're on the phone, we're not gonna get the call from Travis. All right, can all we, right listen, Aljo, can we call you back in like fifteen? Are minutes? you gonna be around in a couple minutes to yeah. say anything? Answer the phone. Can you answer the phone? Stop treating me like Longo. What treats me? <laughs> fifteen minutes. Let's do this. All right, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye bye. Aljo versus Brett Johns. I'm gonna say it's Johns, not Jones. Yeah, no, Johns. 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 That, that's a is really it? fun. F- I, I, if it wasn't Aljo fighting him, you know what I mean? I, I Listen, think it'd be a slam dunk. He's never fought anybody like no. Aljo. You know what I mean? He's never fought any. Aljo's. I'm shocked that Aljo is the underdog in that fight. I'm shocked. What is Travis Barker promoting, by the way? Um, by the tour, they're doing the back, uh, back to the Beach Music Fest, April 28th, 29th. It's yeah. in Huntington Beach, California. And Ooh. then Blink is on tour. Uh, sure. Starting soon. I have is it going to be with the the one from the, the likes of the UFO, UFOs? 
No, it's not, no, he's actually not. Is that in it? He's not the lead singer of the band anymore. Oh no. my god! So wait, so he's not going to. What's be his in name? It? La, La, Tom. Uh, Tom Delange. Delange. Yeah, Delange. He, yeah. Tom Delange. I'm not going to talk about because in case they got some, you know, all these bands hate each other. Fucking, they always got drama. But uh, I do like that Angels and Airwaves too. I, I do too. I don't it's a good band. Up. I fucking like that. It might be a little too fucking emo for Mr. Ozzy Lover over here. But, I like emo uh, stuff. You never heard Angels and Airwaves? Nah, it's too emo. <laughs> <laughs> Set me up. You always love to set me up. No, I don't know that a- one. April twenty third, I'm gonna be on the Bobby Shed show. Oh, nice! <laughs> I can't oh, get booked on that or the Chris Bob, Bob, show. Bob, the Bob, Robert Kelly live uh, live from the shed. Thing. I think live from the shed with me and Bobby Kelly. It's not me. I'm not. I'm not a regular. But I'm gonna. Be, I visited his house, and uh, I had a good time. I like Bobby a lot. Bobby gives a good energy. He does. It's probably because he's your friend. Hey, a wise man once said, "You show me your friends. You show me who you are." See, I heard something different. What did you hear? Show me your dick and I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> I said that to a woman. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right what you say. Could have had a fucking nice fucking... Travis, what's up, buddy? It could have been six minutes, seven minutes into our interview with fucking Aljo. I know. Listen, I'm checking on Travis. We're going to call Aljo. Everything's going to be fine. Jimmy, Jimmy. He's getting all pissy over there. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, this one's totally mm, maybe, out of my control. It maybe switch the decaf call. on that side. Yeah, have a Sanka. Uh, Sanka. <laughs> Uh, Matt, let me ask you this. There's oh, a fight, now. recently sorry. announced fight. Talk to me. Two guys you really like, I think. Yancey Medeiros versus Mike Perry has been set up for UFC 226. I heard about that. That's an interesting fight, man. Yancey is... I, oh, man, that's a, I think that's a good fight for, for Mike Perry. Yeah, because Yancey think, wants I, to stand and trade yeah, with him. And, yeah, and, and, and he's, you know, listen, he, he doesn't have, it's not that he has a glass chin. Cowboy could do that to anybody. What are you sure. I want to see Yancey Medeiros again. <laughs> okay, I just I just laugh because you start pointing to things. Phone's ringing. He panicked. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, Jimmy. He looked. He looked, Jimmy. I say we wait five more minutes and then call Aljo. Travis Barker's we blowing can't. He's going to call. Off. I checked it. I checked. He's okay, gonna... no, I like Travis Barker. I do too. Man, that's a good card right there. Yeah, man, I think Mike Perry's got those fucking sledge, sledgehammers, and he's going to find his way. And I don't think Yancey's going to be able to get Mike to the floor. You know what I mean? I, I want to see Perry do that, though. I think I think he does have a ground game. And I what think do you have he, against Yancey? Nothing at all. I like Yancey Maris quite a bit. But I think, uh, you know... I like to stir some shit. Mike Perry has works. levels to his game, too, and he oh, doesn't... Did uh, you think, Jimmy? Yeah, I fixed it. <laughs> he doesn't go for the takedowns, which I think would have been valuable in his last fight. Oh, first of all, Carlos Condon, he really handled that loss the right way. He posted yeah. a picture of him and like doing like the... Uh, what did he say? He's like the thousand yard stare. He's like a rough night in the office type of thing. And he goes, I put plenty of pictures of me being a badass out there. You know, this is, you know, the uh, flip side of the coin. I don't know if I threw that in there, but he definitely, it was really nice. All right, now listen, I'm going to do what you did before. I'm going to go take a leak. Go ahead, buddy. I'm going to go take, look, there's that picture. You guys can read this and talk about it while I fucking. There's a picture of Carlos sitting there. Um, He's bleeding in the head. He does look very, very stunned. Yeah, and And he he had, you know, he wrote, it's a long post, but he wrote, wrote, uh, post choke out, where the fuck am I? What the fuck happened? Feeling kind of warm and fuzzy. Hope I didn't just piss my shorts on live TV. Thousand yard stare. I posted plenty of pictures looking like a badass, triumphant and powerful. But here's the flip side, crumpled and weak in defeat. Rough day at the office. Yeah. You know, he goes on to say, fuck it though. I had fun training, you know. Yeah. Who doesn't like, has he uh, lost like six out of his last eight? Am I crazy? Seven out of nine. No, you're Seven out of nine. Wow. Yep. He's such a good fighter four too. Four in a man. row. It is. It's, four in, oh yeah, I guess you can lose four in a row. I just it's not very common. No. I think a lot of those guys, Wyden, Holly Holm, a lot of them find a way to stop it after that third. Right. 
loss. Um, um, yeah, but with him, you know, it's like the, I think we talked about it last week, but split decision to Robbie Lawler for the title, super close. Yes. He hurts his knee against uh, Woodley, a fight that he looked good in. It wasn't like Woodley was dominating him for the first couple of rounds. So, you know, there's there's things in there that you can say. Well, Bad I, luck, yes. Yeah, exactly. And almost knocked out George St. Pierre, you know, so close to winning the title there. Yeah, it is heartbreaking when you like every every fight you lose. Like if you're just getting knocked out or submitted, but when every fight, like with Kevin Lee with the uh, staff infection, like yeah. when there's legitimate reasons, like you know, you want to talk about a weight cut. It's like all right, well then you lost the five round right fight. Yeah, Joanna's actually been saying some stuff. Like after the fight, I thought she handled it pretty well, but now she's had some comments where she's saying, you know, Dana said he was disgusted by the decision, which isn't true. Like I, I never heard Dana say that and. You know, she's talking about how the judges obviously made a huge mistake and it was clearly her win. It's like, I don't think that's... You know, I, I I thought that she looked good too. It was she a did. really hard fight to, to judge because she did land more strikes. Right. And somebody who I know in the UFC was not Dana did come over and go, I thought you wanted to win that fight. But a lot of people thought Rose did more damage and it's a very tough fight. To, she didn't do anything to take the championship belt from... Uh, from Rose. I agree. Right. And go, I thought it was 2-2 going into the fifth round. And then I thought Rose won the fifth yeah, round. Yeah, Rose had you know? that that takedown with, what, 30 seconds left or a minute yeah. left, whatever the fuck it was. I mean, come on. Yeah. You didn't take the champion's belt. I like you, Adam. Come on. No, She took true. your belt. Yes. You tapped through the strikes in the first round. That's how you take someone's belt. Right. Right. I mean, I th- yeah. No, I completely agree. You can make an argument, but I thought Rose. I thought Rose. But did you name. Fight. You're right. But, but did you name the uh, band? Is it true? I want to ask you this. Did you name the band after the amount of fucks in the movie Scarface? We looked it up and it said yes. Uh, is that true? Matt did not believe that was true. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Matt walked in and he goes, is he on? <laughs> I knew it. Threw his little headphones on. <laughs> well, first I, didn't, I thought he wasn't. And then Austin, you did that and you tricked me. All right, guys. Listen to me. Thank you for a great... You have absolutely. We, we had a great time. No, no, no. Someone's getting nervous. Chris, the producer. Call, if I'll we walk sterling. out, it's your problem. I'll talk to. I mean, whatever. I You'll talk to, him? talk to him. Oh, yo, that'll that. be go great. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Chris did so well they fired us? <laughs> That's. I've just been waiting for this opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try Aljo. We can't just sit here waiting. Can we can't. We, we can't, can't because he's. Call- we can't because they don't have to. They don't have something called call waiting. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, by the way, so I'm, uh, we what? are we're what? we're finding out about Travis Barker. We should get him any minute uh, now. Now I'm lightheaded. But I got some good information. I'm going to be at Atlantic City fights this weekend, Matt. So maybe we'll have dinner. Or something. Maybe we'll fucking hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Don't be a dick. Are you be with you. Are you gonna be with your girl or something? Yeah, my wife's. Well, I'm gonna bring my wife. We'll double date. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I'm only being a dick. Listen to me. We gotta start hanging out fucking off air, and that's what we. No! <laughs> No, seriously, we're gonna fucking hang. Absolutely no, no, no. First shit. of all, my wife's not going because it's my kid's birthday, which is which is. Oh, by the way, and I don't want to bring this up. God forbid, I start fucking getting upset when uh when he call, calls in. My daughter, my daughter, my middle daughter, right? Not my firstborn. My sure. firstborn got this before. Tonight is the night where we go to the high school where she's getting an award oh, for the great. Make a Difference Award for my daughter. Love us so. Oh no, it's the wrong applause. That she, she does not deserve a longer, longer <laughs> applause. She deserves a wide bit of applause. She yeah, did great. Make a difference award in her in her elementary school. 
and, and they uh, chose her. It, they chose her, Jimmy. That I'm, makes I'm, you proud. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about it. Why? It's awesome. I just want to throw it out there and give her. It means that besides, um, you know, uh, how she's doing with her schoolwork, it shows that she makes a difference by being kind and also, and she's a good person to everybody and this and that. It's nice. It means you raised her properly. Oh, you're uh, raising we, her right. We're doing a great job. How old and, is she? um She's seven on Saturday night. She's seven. That's nice. So on her birthday, she's yep. getting... Let's talk about fights now. Urgh, I'm a gritty ex-fighter. But that's nice. Urgh, I'm a man. You, you're seeing your daughter <laughs> get an award. You feel good. What's wrong with that? That's nice. I'm very happy about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Why? You, you don't... You, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. <laughs> Has she gotten yeah. an award before like this or no? Now, this is the first time for first her. Time? My, my, her older sister got it. So that means we're definitely doing something right. The sure. Sarah household. You know? Making a difference. She's so cute, Jimmy. She is? I just did the daddy-daughter dance the other day. I had two of them in a row. You and know. you're going to see her up there accepting a reward? <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck you. Are you looking forward to it? I'm not going to talk about it. Why? Let's talk about other things now. I think it's because, really listen, nice. I just wanted to give a shout out. You know my boy Marab's fighting. Yep. He's uh, on uh, the Rick, 630 US, the Fight Pass prelims. Yeah, yeah man. I, oh, dude, it's going to be such a good night. I, I love that Marab. Marab's a, a fireball, man. He's a, he's like trying to... What's his record? Man, don't throw these... That's like throwing something at Crystal Producer. He's going to be like, I want to say... No, Crystal Jack. Yeah, I'm checking right now. Yeah. So. But uh well he had that fight in the UFC. Which he's seven was, and three. You know. But god damn, he's a stud, man. He is a stud. It's gonna be a great fight. That other kid's got he's uh you know, he's a he's a tough kid too, this Ricky Simon. You know that? He's got he's got some hype behind him. He's only got yeah. I think he's only got one loss. Is that right? Who's Ricky Simon's last fight? No, no, he's just he's debuting. Oh he UFC. is, okay. I'm, I'm, so he's got a lot to prove, you know what I mean? So yeah, he's excited. twelve he's twelve and one. Twelve and so, one, you yep. know. You know who I'm picking, you know. But I, I listen to me. It's my guy. Listen, this was a great, great. It really was. We can. Uh, do you want to just call Aljo? Yeah, we're 16 minutes okay, late. Yeah, let's let's call Aljo, and now I'm gonna have to just not. Tell, I'm gonna tell Alexa, do not play Blink 182. I'm only kidding. I like Travis personally, but seriously, answer the phone, Travis. Come on. Hello. Hello. What's up, buddy? How are you, Aljo? Hey. We had a great. Aljo, is this you? Yeah, this is I. It is you. The chosen one. Funk master, good thing. Funk master, good seeing you last night, man. Keeping that blade sharp. I don't have to ask how you're feeling. I know how you're feeling, but tell the world how you're feeling. I feel great, you know. Um, I got some good rolling in last night with the crew. That was before very nice. I headed out to uh, for fight week, um, just to get a couple more pounds off and uh, just to get a couple more good looks with good guys, you know. So. I just want to keep the blade sharp, yeah. as Matt Sarah would say. <laughs> Not, exactly. Now, listen, with this Brett Johns, I am shocked, and I talked about it. And I, listen, this, this kid's a, an undefeated kid, you know, and he's uh, 3-0 and in the UFC. But I was still shocked because he hasn't fought the same guys you fought. And, like, the, the fact that he's, like, the slight um, favorite in this fight. Now, how do you, how do you take that, Aljo? I think uh, that's a great opportunity for my friends and family to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck so do, you don't do you get upset? Does it annoy you? Is it uh, like when you're the underdog, or do you could you care less? Honestly, no, nah, I don't look at that stuff. I usually have people just tell me. So I'm actually I just found out yesterday I was the underdog. I was like, oh okay, I guess. Um, was that me I'm when I said that to you, you at the school? <laughs> uh, I actually I think so. Where actually. the fuck would I tell you that you? Pre, right before you roll. You know why? I know why. To motivate you, Aljo. This is Saturday night's going to be your your night, your moment. Yes. 
The comeback. I'm excited, man. And also, this is the first stoppage of your career was your last. How did that affect you mentally when you are you get back to training? Is it something you thought about? Uh, did it remotivate you, or how, how did it, how did it affect you when you started to get ready for this fight? Uh, it, it didn't really affect me negatively in any. I can't really say yeah. I don't really think it affected me negatively. I think at the end of the day, it came down to one thing, um, I, a decision that I made. I made the decision, and it was a rational one based on emotion. I didn't set up my takedown. Um, I felt like I really had that submission um, somewhat locked up, and I felt the defense that Marlon used was an untechnical one and one that I could exploit if I got him back down to the ground. And I felt like a kid in a candy store. Once I felt, the, I felt that, I was like chopping at the bitch. And as soon as I got up, I was like, I got to get this guy back down. got to get him back down. And then I just shot from Guam without setting it up. And, I, you know, I just kind of went from A to Z without getting, taking the proper steps that it takes to A, B, C, D all the way to get to the finish. And um, I didn't let it materialize. I kind of just rushed it. And I, I paid the ultimate price you pay for in this sport, you know. You so, got a little greedy. You, you went for it too fast. Exactly. And I think uh, you can't really, I can't really put much stock into that. At the end of the sure. day, we both had our, sh our moments in the fight. He caught me early in a counter that I typically do on the feet where I catch guys with a check hook coming in. And he came over the top of my guard and caught me behind the ear. Um, I hit the canvas, and but, you know, I was fine. I just lost my balance because of the, the, the placement of the shot. My equilibrium was gone. And as soon as we hit the ground, I went full on ninja mode. And uh, I almost caught the submission, you know. And, uh, yeah, I just got greedy. Um, just get back to everything I was doing, and that's pretty much it. It's being focused, focused. This game is about focus for 15 minutes or 25. Enough for nothing. It sounds like you, from everything you just said, you learned a ton. From that fight wasn't a long fight, but you, dude, you learned from that kind of shit. Yeah, you know, I never thought I could actually be finished. To be honest, <laughs> I always knew it was a possibility, but I never saw. I never thought it would happen anytime soon i should say but at least you understand what it was you you had an, a weakness you wanted to exploit and again you just got uh you rushed things e out of eagerness it wasn't like uh wow well, i had no idea this guy would do this you just got like you said a little bit eager because you saw a weakness in him and look you know you, like you said you paid the price it happens that's why they praise guys when they have somebody uh hurt and they go oh he's showing great patience and not because it is kind of probably very tempting just just to go for the kill right there yeah, hundred percent. You try to just jump right up, right, right after them. You look at a guy like Ally Quinta. Um, he did the Joe Lazan fight. Any of his fights where he, he the, the finish comes, he he kind of just stalks the guy and doesn't rush in. He's very patient and calculated. And it's kind of one of those things. I uh, I normally get my submissions by being patient, grinding guys down, and then the, the submission comes where the guy's giving me an opening and I'm not forcing stuff. And uh, it was kind of that. I just got away from taking my time and, and letting the finish come because these guys are all warriors at this level. No one's going to give you anything for free. Right. So you got to make sure you're doing the right thing and um, just being as smart as you can, you know? Aljo, it, listen, I, I'm, I got, usually I'm biased on this show, but f fuck that. You're my guy. You got to make it. You got to make a, you got to make an example of this guy. You know, this, you know, this Aljo, I'm psyched. This is what I, 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 I'd say this off air. This is what we talk about. You got the ability, man. I am really excited for you. And as you guys know, and as um, everybody listening knows, Aljo was was great in the corner with me. He was in the foxhole with me and uh, our crew when Al when Al raging Al fought, uh, you know, versus uh, Khabib. So he was with me. Aljo was great in between rounds, and uh, I feel that fight. 
Aljo is going to give you that extra motivation or gave you that extra motivation and pumped you up for this your upcoming battle, did it not? I, I'm retired. I wanted to fucking strangle somebody. I, I was so pumped <laughs> up. I mean, how, how motivating was that? It was, man, that was highly motivating. Just, just that walk out alone and yes. seeing the crowd and the packed out arena and the lights and the whole thing with the whole just the ambiance and just knowing what was at stake, a, a chance to change your life, a chance to to make history. And win or lose, I think uh, Al going out there and put on that performance against a guy who's regarded as one of the most untouchable guys in the division, he showed a lot of chinks in his armor. He showed what he was made of in terms of being a Long Island guy, Long Island fighter, and just being a fighter's fighter. And um, that just pumped me up, man. I was like, man, I got to go out there and I got I to gotta do something as, as cool as this, if not better. You know, I got to rise to the occasion. So that's, that's how I felt with that. And uh, it left me motivated. I was going to be in my corner for this fight. I got Matt Serra. I got Ray Longo. I'm pumped, man. I'm, I can't wait to show the world what I, what I can still do. No, I'm fucking, I'm pumped too. Yeah, Jimmy, the I'm entire card psyched. is great. And I will be watching this Saturday. I won't be there. Because I have to work, but I will be watching. Uh, hey, man, we're glad we, we oh, got Jimmy. you on the phone. I can't. I know. I got to oh. work. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jimmy. I, can't, I got sex to pay for. I got to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but listen, man, I'll see you soon, okay. all right? And if I could get down there to see this fight, I absolutely would if I didn't have a gig. No doubt. No doubt. And now, Joe, I'm going to be checking in with you later on, man. I'll call you later on, and we'll, we'll talk about things. But uh, I'm psyched for you, buddy. And listen to me. I'm, I'm proud of you regardless, no matter what goes down, even though I feel really great about this. But what I feel even just not as good, but I feel really good about, you know we're going to Eddie's and we're, we're fucking with everybody next week. Oh. You know that. That's fucking, <laughs> that is fucking happening. That's happening. I was doing my interview. I can't wait. I was wait. doing my interview talking about pizza. Oh, we'll get I was it. like, Matt and me and Matt, we, we know all the great places to get some, some good proper pizza in Long Island and uh, New York City. So we're definitely going to do that. Oh, we're celebrating. Um, we're going to have a good time, I, man. I got, no, I got no pizza in my vlog episodes right now, but uh, as soon as you're done, just know I'm going to, we're taking a trip. I'm going to have to show these guys what real pizza looks like. It's, it's going to be happening. All right, Funkmaster. Uh, I'll give you a call later this weekend. You're going to fucking shine. I cannot wait. And I'll talk to you later, buddy. The great Aljo Sterling, the Take Funk care, Master. Thank you, guys. Later, buddy. All right, be good, man. All right, Let's now, what do we got with... Uh, now, listen, I'm happy about... I'm really psyched for this kid. Yeah, I am He's too. looking fucking phenomenal. I'm not so psyched about not talking to Travis Barker. What was the word back? I know. Uh, the, I guess it was a miscommunication. His person said that he was he did he was supposed to have called he maybe didn't whatever so we'll see if we can work it out listen time, yeah. two out of three and listen to me i'm always happy to be here i'll be watching this weekend let's give a proper so plug proper uh, plug kevin uh, lee against edson barboza and uh frankie edgar against cub swanson is the co-main two great fucking fights uh brett johns against aljo sterling aljo is the underdog see how he rebounds from this he's got a pretty good corner uh, I'm looking forward to this card very much. This is incredible. There's a lot of great fights. I'm not just being a UFC whore. I, it really is a great no, card. No, this is a great card. David from Branch to against Thiago Santos. Oh, you know what? What? Travis Barker's calling. Let's say hello now. real quick. Hello. Yo, what's up, man? It's Travis Barker. Hey, what's up, Travis? We didn't think we were going to get you today. How are you? Good, man. Really good. Time got away from me. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, we're glad that you're on the phone now. And uh, yeah, we, get, we get celebrities that call in or musicians or actors, and it's nice when they're actually UFC fans. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm a huge UFC fan. <laughs> what got you into it? Do you train? 
Um, you know, I trained like Muay Thai for a couple years, and I I went over and uh, I rolled with Hiron Gracie at the Gracie Academy for a while. Like, so I, I still do. I still box to this day with Tony Jeffries oh. or Ricky Funes. Uh, I, I love I love all aspects of training and and have tremendous respect for all all the fighters. What's up, Travis? It's Matt Sarah, man. We talked on that episode of Looking for a Fight at your place, your restaurant in Beverly. Is it yeah, Beverly? man. You ha- yeah, you ahead. had your uh, <laughs> your first vegan meal, right? I mean, I can't even. I wish they had a place like that closer to me. What's the name of your place again? Uh, it's called Crossroads Kitchen in L.A. Oh man, it's so good. I couldn't believe that was like vegan food. I had I had I had pasta with meat sauce. I had uh, meatball palm, and I'm like, dude, this I, I could not believe it was so good. <laughs> that's gonna... awesome man i'm not you know, a vegan the majority you... of people the majority of people that eat there aren't even vegan it's just uh it's just good food you know the uh the dessert i could you tell matt i i've eaten once at a place in new york which has since closed and like the cashew ice cream the vegan desserts are phenomenal yeah oh man our sunday at, at crossroads is is to die for it's insane um i want to talk to you too about uh what the tweet you sent out uh, to Dustin Poirier, uh, which was a uh, way to come back with that KO. Like you're a le- like when I say legit fan, like the fact that you're tweeting uh, uh, the Poirier Gaethje fight, you're a legit fan. Oh, Dustin's a beast. Both of them. Gosh, man, I didn't think uh, I was worried. I was worried for Poirier in the in the fourth round or the, the third round. It scared me a little bit, but I love watching Dustin fight, man. Especially, I love seeing him at that weight division. Uh, what did you think about? Uh, you also tweeted about uh, Connor. We we get sick of asking about Connor, but it was a big event at two twenty three. And now you watch that. Do you enjoy that, or does that take away from, from uh, the whole thing for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when stuff like that happens, it 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 definitely gets everyone's attention. It it was unfortunate that that other fighters had to, had to get hurt, or you know, they got hurt so bad that they weren't on the card that night. But um, so I, I wish none of that happened, but. I also don't condone Khabib, you know, kind of like punking his teammate with while he's outnumbered by like eight or nine guys. I didn't think that was cool either. And I think a piece of me would probably respond the same way, but I would have probably thought of a better time and place to, to pull up on Khabib than a bus full of fighters where everyone else could get hurt. You know, sure. a good time or place would be in the, in the, in the fucking octagon, the ring. yeah, man. Yeah, they could yeah, just make exactly. a. If someone's got some beef, it's like, oh man, this guy disrespected my friend. Then you know what? Why don't you guys get locked in a cage, make some money, and that'd be phenomenal. I mean, I don't. Yeah, there's. Yeah, man. There's I don't. This yeah. thing called the UFC, you know, <laughs> that they're both in, no. and it's a fight that everybody wants. So yeah, man. I just that old that old thing with that that uh, with that bus and everything that just totally turned me off, but. Yeah, you know, yeah I went to sleep yeah. that night, like saying a prayer, like for because there had been so much happening with Max taking the fight and then Max dropping out. I was like, please, you know, MMA gods, somehow get Conor out of jail and just make him <laughs> fight Khabib. Did you? <laughs> that wa- would have been amazing. Travis, did you watch? Uh, did you watch my boy? Did you watch Ally quit this fight versus Khabib? Or? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Dude, he was great, man. He was great. Thanks, like, man. You know, he got it. He got him to stand up with him. He's a, he's a dude. He's a warrior. He lasted five yeah. rounds with him. It was a dramatic fight, man. Because he did when he started taking away those takedowns in that third round. You're like, oh shit, man. Raging L's still in there raging. It was it was he, such a fun one, Travis, to be like in that corner. I worked a thousand corners, but 
it was just oh man it was so it was such an emotional one it was such so dramatic oh i bet w- weren't you saying decapitate his head <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, it was <laughs> they they end up sometimes they get those gopros in the in the corner and they go the corner cam but you don't know when they turn that shit on you know so al does yeah. this thing where he does this thing where he dips his head low almost like he's looking for a takedown and he comes up with a high kick and i just so was waiting for it i'm like dude i just want him to decapitate him with a fucking high kick and that's exactly yeah. when they put the cam on me. But yeah, it was such an exciting one. It's so dramatic to the end, man. Those are the fights I love. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it showed, too. Uh, in, no, in no way do I think, like, you know, Khabib has a ton of weaknesses or whatever. But it definitely showed, like, and I don't, I don't know if this was true, too. I heard that, that you guys were saying, hey, let, 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 let Khabib get off on you a little bit, hit you a little bit, so you engage him in a stand-up fight. But I, I think that you saw that, he he's most dangerous when he just has constant pressure and he's taking you to the ground and he doesn't even allow stand up. That's when Khabib's the scariest, you know, but, but how your boy did it was, you know, I, I feel like there was some questionable rounds, you know, once the fight got started out of those first two rounds. It, it, if anything, it, it gives all these other fighters kind of like some hope, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they're like, look, he survived because everybody's so used to just Khabib ragdolling people. I love how much yeah. you're into it, man. This is yeah. intelligent. Travis, oh, are you I, ever in I, New York, I, man? I we have for... to have you in studio, man. Yes, man. When I when I tour out there, I think I'm actually going to be out there this summer. I'd love to come by. You got to eat, sleep, and breathe it, man. I watch every podcast. I watch, um, you know, Ariel Hawani every Monday. Um, I watch everything, man. I, I'm I'm obsessed. I, I really, uh, I don't know. Something happened years ago where I just can't miss a fight i'm on tour i'm <laughs> renting the fight i'm in hotels i'm in buses i'm doing whatever i can to to keep up <laughs> is, there, is there anything worse though when you got a gig and you do the gig and you're trying to get back to the hotel without checking twitter because you follow the yeah. ufc or you follow fights or dana and you don't want to see who won but it's hard not to check twitter for other shit so like like people could comment on the show so you're checking twitter and instagram trying not to see fight results I'm in the middle of my shows, usually thinking about the fight, like what's happening. It's That's terrible, hard. like awesome. losing focus. And I'm, I'm asking my drum tech, hey, give me an update on the fight. Uh, so, yeah, I absolutely love it. Oh, you actually want updates. And by the way, they, these guys are promoting, oh, well, Thomas, uh, 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 fucking uh, Travis promoting, uh, Back to the Beach Music Fest, April 20th, 29th. It's in Huntington Beach, uh, California, and you guys are back out on the road. I was obviously going to ask you about uh, Tom Delange. Do you guys keep in touch or do you have no relationship? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's like a brother to me still. Oh, that's awesome, Are you a man. big UFO guy, or, or is that something you guys were separate with? Because I'm kind of fascinated by that myself. You know, I'm fascinated with it. Not not to the level that Tom is, but I'll hit him, you know. Like, I had a friend that was at this doctor's office that used to belong to somebody who supposedly put chips in people or took chips out of people that aliens put into people and all this stuff. And I called Tom and of course Tom knew the guy's name, knew everything about him. Like we got into like a 45 minute conversation about it. So no, he, he's like a brother to me, man. I love him. And I, and I still keep in contact with him. Uh, yeah. I like pretty much. And, and I wanted to ask you yeah. too, because you, you know, you and I had something in common in that I had a, a, a very, a fear of flying and you had your, your accident and you survived it. And I've read that you have not flown since. Is that true? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Is it one of those? Because th- my thinking would be like, oh my God, dude, you survived. Like, you, you, statistically, you're the safest guy on the planet right now. Like, there's never going to be anything that happens wrong again. Did it just put you in a place where you can't do it again? 
Yeah, I just, I, th- I think after I did that, because I was flying so much, I was flying like two or three times a, a day sometimes, going from multiple shows or appearances. And, and I just sat back and I said, yo, is all this stuff, I remember that that weekend that my plane crashed happened, I said, yo, do I need to do all this stuff? Am I, do I need to live this crazy where I'm doing multiple shows in one day or just being pushed and pulled everywhere? And I was kind of questioning, you know, maybe I should be more selective about what I do and try to be home more with my family. And then that happened. So I felt like it was just, I don't, I don't know, a sign. And then, and then you, after five months of, of, you know, recovering and 70 percent of my body being burnt I lost two friends in the accident I just said you know what I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna chill for a bit and and stay in buses and boats I'm not against one day flying but for right now I'm I'm pretty content with with my situation and you're in a place in your career where you can kind of pick and choose and uh you know it was like uh, John Madden when he would do Monday Night Football like he won't fly he takes a bus everywhere and they know if you want John Madden this is the way it's going to be so you're kind of in that position which is it's good it, it, you know it's not like you're an up and coming band that they can just force to fly you know whatever they want you to yeah yeah I'm fortunate to be able to plan my tours around my traveling you know um kind of situation and then and then I'm so blessed to be at home when I am home and work with so many different artists, you know, like I work with a lot of rappers, I work with, you know, different bands, play drums on everybody's album. It's, I'm so blessed, man. I I guess that's my favorite work. I love touring, but, but being home creating is the best thing ever. It's like if you had a fight every day for three months, you're kind of like, ah, whereas if you have time to, to improve your game, whether it be like jujitsu or whatever, and learn more and be creative with your striking or whatever, that that's what really, uh, I guess, kind of uh, keeps me engaged and really excited. And uh, how are you doing with the uh, the PTSD? I know you had uh, developed that, I guess, afterwards. Is that improved at all? Are you handling that? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I can never say it's great. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I, I saw a post-traumatic doctor for the first year after my, my accident, and then training really really helped me a lot and and just working out and having a routine and and being healthy and and not doing drugs all all that stuff was really really positive and and I have the most amazing support group man I have like the best kids in the world I have the best friends and family and um and I and I have an amazing career so I, I I guess that overpowers everything at the end of the day and, and I wanted to ask, too, because it's it's like an experience where you've kind of, in a way, you beat death. And w- what is the difference between, how does it go between, like, you, I know that they said you had survivor's guilt and, uh, and and gratitude for being alive. Like, what is the balance between those two things? Because there's got to be that part where you're like, fuck, man, I'm a, like, I beat the odds. I, I beat it and I'm alive. And then how do you, how does that mix and match with the survivor's guilt? Um, I, ge- I guess in the beginning, there was really, really strong survival's guilt. And then after you know, months and months of therapy and, and, and different people, you know, whether it's, you know, people that I know that, you know, I've, I've met at church or, or just friends and family that say, you're supposed to be here from all walks of life, people that aren't even religious and, and, and just knowing, you know, like I, I'm, God doesn't make mistakes, but I mean, for forever, it's just to this day, it's hard to look at my assistant's son who's the same age as my daughter and, and accept the fact that he's not here. That'll, that'll always wear on me or it always do something to me as it, as it should. Um, but you know, like 
like I said, man, I, I can't change the past. All I sure. can do is, you know, be there for, for my godson uh, and uh, and live every day to the fullest. Uh, that's that's my job now. Um, well, listen, man, when you're in New York, we would love to love to have you. And you're a really fascinating guy and, and you've lived quite a life. And you're back out on the road. And again, uh, promoting uh, Back to the Beach Music Fest, April 28th, 29th. It's in Huntington Beach. And now we hate to be tabloid asses, but we would be negligent if we didn't ask, uh, uh, the, the, are you dating Kourtney Kardashian? We have to ask you that. <laughs> and we know. We believe so me. I don't like asking. That's I feel embarrassed, the- but I do want to know. Uh, no, it's actually her birthday today. So uh, everyone wish Courtney a, a huge happy birthday. But no, she's just like a a, a very dear friend to me, and uh, our kids are really close friends. And we happen to live, you know, really close to one another in the same community. And yeah, I've been friends with the family forever, way before they had a TV show oh, okay. or anything. And and they're they're yeah, they're they're great people. And Courtney's awesome. Hey what Travis, I'm sorry that Jimmy asked you that. What a fucking gossip he is. <laughs> I, I wanted <laughs> to know. Come on, it's a goddamn UFC show. I know that, but you still have a guest you want to ask. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. We talked no, to UFC. That's so funny. <laughs> Travis, an no, interesting it's guy. All love. <laughs> all right, Travis. Man. All right, uh, let me ask you one more question. If if you and Courtney were dating and you went to the fight, who would you pick, Barboza or Kevin Lee? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I hope Kevin Lee wins, but, but I mean, we'll see what happens. You know what the fight I'm really excited for? Which is one? Ortega, Max Holloway. <sighs> yeah. Ah. We talked about that before. We, I don't think there's been a date set, but our producer said maybe over over the July 7th card, possibly. What do you think of that one? I'm, ex- I'm excited for Ortega to fight anyone in his division. Like he, He's a close friend of mine. I love him ah. to death. His jujitsu is, oh, man, it's it's like nothing I've seen before. And, um... And, you know, the dude still, like, practices striking and boxing out of his, his garage, you know, like his, his trainer's garage. Like, I have, man, Brian's one of the most humble, uh, nice, and, and let me include dangerous people ever. We love James, <laughs> so, too, yeah, I mean, his excited. trainer. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, James, you know James's trainer? Yes. What yes, a nice yes, guy. Black yeah. <laughs> and by the way, and, and Brian great. stopped one of the most unstoppable guys in UFC history in, in stopping Frank. Yeah. And I love Frankie, man. I love Frankie, but who would have thought that fight would have ended that way? Nobody, because Frankie no. was doing well. He was kind of doing what he wanted to do in that in that yeah. in that first round, and uh, that I think everybody was stunned. No, I'm looking forward to Ortega yeah. versus Mac Holloway. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, yeah. I All right, Travis. Wait. Well, thank you. We're happy you called in, man. We're really glad we didn't have to reschedule. We've been dying uh, to me, talk to you. Me too, man. Sorry for my uh, my tardiness. Nah, are you kidding me? Thanks, Travis. <laughs> we'll talk to you again. All right, I'll love you guys. All right, take care, buddy. Take care, Travis. Bye. Thank you, man. I'm a, that's great, man. Chris I like... put that question down about court. I had to ask. <sighs> that's fine. I like it. Listen, I like. He's a real I'm... fan, though. Well, I figured and if I'm... we got that answer, it's like you know, it's breaking too. news. Unfiltered. I always got to like keep that shit in check because I'm a huge. I can easily go because they hear that all the time. But I, sure. he knows I'm a huge fan. Of but like, people like to hear that you like their work. Oh, I think I told them before. I told them that before, though. I don't want to be overly sure. But I am. He'll listen to this. Hopefully, people will tell him. I fucking love Blink One Eighty Two. I do. You don't believe me? You want to check my phone? I'll put my sword away. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Yeah, I believe you. All right. Listen, I got to get to an award show later. Oh, you're proud of My daughter got an award. How proud are you? She got an award, a good person award. Are you very proud? Yes, I'm very proud. You want to give her a hug and tell her how proud you are? I will, and right now, I'm not in a very emotional state, so I'm not going to tear up. Yeah, you shouldn't tear up. I'm just happy. You're just proud. So proud of her. I love her. You're going to walk in. It's going to be her night. I got it. 
What do you want to plug? Everyone's going to be a club. What do you want to plug? <laughs> well, wait, what there, do you want to plug? Is there, is there an audience there? What's in the box? That, that movie stinks, by the way. I just watched <laughs> Seven again. That hunk of shit. I know. Shit. I know. That's why I said flashlights. it. flashlights. Uh, listen. This is now. This is what I, I'm going to plug show. the Poconos. I'm at Mount Airy Lodge this Saturday. So if you're in Pennsylvania and you can't get to the fights, come see me. Is there like a jingle or something with that? Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. Yeah, I can sing. God, Matt's in awe. I sing. You do jujitsu. You want me to gifts. sing? I do. Why you always on my back? Awesome. I can't do it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, Fight bye. this weekend. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.